Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. FX's new international spy thriller The Veil starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge. Inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hello, spellcasters, sages, and spectators. I'm Ashley Johnson, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tap into our magical narrative by watching Critical Role as it airs on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can watch the video on demand right away, or you can catch it the following Monday on YouTube. As always, Critical Role will be available right here in podcast form on Thursdays, a week after the initial broadcast. And now, let's scry into the story and see what mysteries it holds for us, shall we? Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, we're going to have uh, uh, Laura Bailey joining us as soon as she comes in. She's coming in hot uh, from work, but uh, she'll be here mm-hmm. soon enough. Excellent mime work. Right? Yeah, good on. If we're some stores, Talison will obviously fill in. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you got the part. Let her never see that. Okay, I'm going to go. She She's in traffic watching right now going, We should have a Laura Bailey, Bailey sock yeah. puppet at the very least for emergencies. Um, but yes, before we get into tonight's episode, let's go ahead and get through our announcements for the evening. Uh, first off, we have two wonderful sponsors tonight, beginning with our first sponsor, our continuing relationship with our friends at D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond, everybody. They're a great uh, organization. So here's the truth of the matter. I wrote a piece tonight. Uh, that featured heavily Laura Bailey, <laughs> but she's not here. We even had music for it, guys. Hit that music. Yeah, it was gonna be great. gonna <laughs> It was gonna be pretty epic, but she's not here, so I can't do it. So I just wrote another thing. Um, uh, I, 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 I thought just tonight I could go to the D and D Beyond web page on my iPad here. And just kind of read some stuff off of their like their FAQ or yeah. you know like they're about us because I don't really have anything planned so I'm gonna go to my browser right now and this is gonna be fine this is gonna be fine I was just there earlier today so I'll fire it up okay here it is. Furry Date is a matchmaking website for the furry community. If you're looking for a furry friend, that is not. That must have been another site that wound up on my browser somehow. Huh. Uh, I will just go further back in the history a little bit. Oh, oh boy, that's a lot of skin. Uh, oh, I think this site might be called uh, Double D Beyond. Okay, it's a lot of pop-ups, mm-hmm. so I'll just 
I'll click, I'll just click on install on all of them to make them go away. Family show, okay. family show, Sam. Uh, okay, they're gone, they're gone. Uh, okay, okay, this is great. This is, this one's great. It's, it's not what I was looking for, but uh, there's this kid, David, and he just went to the dentist, and it looks like he's talking real funny, but that's not it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. Little, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to get back in the history to the website. Have you been on YouTube since uh, 2007? Okay, okay well, I just got to something. It's apparently I owe the IRS some money, and I have to go to Target to buy a gift card to uh, to send it to them. I don't think that's real. I think that's I think a, that's real. I, okay. I, I might need to go after the show. Oh, and here we go. Okay. D&D Beyond is an amazing website that lets you create and store your characters, load up digital books and campaign guides, view stats for monsters, and so much more. Plus, they have a great theme song. Check them out, show them the critter love, wish them a Merry Christmas with the hashtag Brian Foster Smells Like Cabbage. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe erase your browser history. Oh, I, don't I don't think I can because I, I've lost control of this whole that thing. That is a oh, company laptop. <laughs> Not you're, you're fired. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Close. <laughs> thank you, Sam, and thank you, D&D Beyond. And our second sponsor tonight is our fantastic friends returning from Rook and the Raven. <laughs> so Rook and the Raven, uh, you've seen us discuss the work before. They do fantastic uh, campaign notebooks for, uh, for when you're running a campaign or for your player oh, characters to keep really. track of. Fantastic Kickstarters throughout the year. Um, the entire month of December is dedicated to their school kit charity drive. We've discussed it before, and we're bringing it back. Um, so they're donating 100% of their December profits uh, to teachers, schools, and community centers to help them establish and grow tabletop gaming clubs and classes. So to help kind of uh, to create a space for the young generation uh, to come and enjoy these games in a way that we never could grow up because this shit was considered evil or a thing you don't do, and that has changed dramatically now. So allowing these spaces for more kids to get into the space to to meet friends, to learn social skills, to learn creative writing, all the different things that are so fantastic about playing these games, uh, they're helping doing it. Um, so each of these Adventure Club uh, gaming kits will contain dice, books for a table of six, plus like a DM and five players, and uh, every item sold from now until January 20th will not only add to the number of kits they can send, but will also count towards leveling up the contents of each kit to include additional notebooks, source books, and adventures. Ooh, so, cool. give the gift of gaming. Right now, at therookandtheraven.com slash critical role. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at therookandtheraven for giveaways, which they do often. So, thank you very much, friends, for coming along with us again, and Happy New Year to everything and the wonderful things you're doing for these wonderful kids. So, That's incredible. Thank you. Five players Yay. is a lot. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That is a lot. Yeah, imagine more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> evil, Matt. Why do you make me so evil? Um, all right, so we announced that our, our state of the role uh, on our channel, we have a bunch of new shows like Pub Draw with Babs Tar. Yeah. Uh, Main Drop, we've continued into a show that's coming out in the new year in which we play a bunch of random games in the main cabin that you got to see built as part of All Work No Play. Um, check out details on those upcoming shows at critroll.com. Uh, this is our last episode of Critical Role of 2018. Oh, man, how that happened. I know. It's nuts. Yeah. The campaign's well, got a year. The last mm -hmm. one of 2018. Oh, oh, but then you'll have so much time to come up with a new character. That's, actually, that's true. Yeah. If, if there was a night to do this it, this is the time. This to is do the it. time. We're, we're closing yeah. in on four years. Well, yeah. No. Yeah. That's, 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 that that's insane. Correct. That's, correct. Yeah. that's, correct. that's almost four years shit. of DD here. Whoa. Feels good. That's crazy. It's nuts. Wow. No, they're not sick of us yet, hopefully. 
Hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll be back from our holiday break January 10th. That'll be our returning episode, so mark it on your calendars, and we look forward to seeing you then. Um, also be sure to tune in Tuesday, January 8th, 2019, for a very special campaign as it currently lies, Talks Mocking, where most of the cast will be there to discuss things that have happened, uh, questions they may have, and I won't answer most of them because uh, I'm a dick. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's going to be fun. We're going to discuss all things that have happened and uh, answer your guys' questions, so make sure you don't miss that on January 8th at uh, 7 p.m. Pacific. And also, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Liam's fantastic Nightmare Before Christmas one-shot yeah. uh, is airing at 7 p.m. Pacific here at twitch.tv slash Critical Role with the, uh, the VOD going up Sunday, the 23rd, this very weekend. So to prepare you right for the Christmas holiday or far after any other holidays you're celebrating or in between, wherever it may be, this is going to be a fun one-shot. Um, it was a thing. Yeah, it was very special. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of yeah, fun. Stuff, stuff went down. So enjoy. Uh, it's a wonderful way to hear off the holiday. And uh, lest I am mistaken, that is the last of our announcements. Oh shit! So with that, friends, let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Critical Role. <laughs> Last we left off, the Mighty Nine have been making their way through the Swavane Islands and the Lucidian Ocean after vanishing from the island of Darktoe with the damaged uh, Squall Eater, renaming it the Ball Eater. As you do. As you do. Um, managed to escape from the uh, diver's grave and the, the ship graveyard that it turned out to be, as well as the entity that lived there. You had acquired uh, another sphere of Ukatoa. You had oh, every time. Ukatoa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and upon making your way, <laughs> upon making your, upon making your way to the, the the Bisaft Isle to get repairs for your ship as it limps along uh, the ocean, uh, you discovered that you had a stowaway 
who had followed you on the ship since Darktoe. Uh, the delightful gnome named Twiggy befriended you and revealed the item of which had sent her on her path to becoming a stowaway, uh, this strange clockwork arcane sphere that she seemed to have stolen from an auction house to keep away from a bad man. Uh, upon toying with this sphere, you discovered that it seemed to have some sort of planar uh, elements, bits of conjuration magic to it, and was dispensing coins and uh, cold weather attire, and a little more uh, tweaking sent you somewhere else. The present party was transported to some extra planar uh, dungeon, if you will, an abode of hundred-plus rooms that apparently belonged to a mage from long ago. Upon exploring and making your way through the various traps and tricks, you managed to avoid a few pitfalls, trigger a few others, um, gather a few objects, fight a cabinet, <laughs> find some books, <laughs> and end up teleported in a scattered fashion into the realm of a young blue dragon. A lot happened real fast. Yeah. Um, by the, by the, for like two of you, by the skin of your fucking teeth, yeah. you all managed to figure out the way to trigger the exit and escape in time, with Twiggy dealing a final blow to the dragon on the way out. Um, of which some of you may believe her, as no one was present to watch it happen. Uh, after which, you made your way, or you realized that you'd been missing for six days. That there was some time dilation between the time you spent in the sphere, or at least within a few chambers in the sphere, versus the time out here. The crew had been waiting for a number of days. The repairs had been completed on Bisaft Isle, and uh, you guys decided to call it an evening and rest up, lick your wounds, and reflect over what had transpired just in the past day, the past week, past month, who knows. But with most of you going to a rest, and uh, Bo and Caduceus, Heading up to the top of the ship to calm and discuss these things, you all called it a night. So, Mighty Nine, as you are still at dock on Bisaft Isle, what would you like to do the following morning? Uh, that's what I was going to ask. What time is it? <clears throat> uh, well, let's say a, it's a long night's sleep because there's a lot of recovery. So I'll yeah. say without any sort of uh, necessary reference to wake you up for an early point, you sleep into near noon. Oh, now we just started and we, we just slept in all the way till noon. Oh yeah, that would be really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can take some back. <laughs> <laughs> well, um <clears throat> I suppose we should uh, kind of mosey out and get the lay of the land as it were. I can do it. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this. I slept real heavy. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, we should go walk around. We could use some solid land. That'd be nice. Whose donut is this? I mean, that's mine. This one's yours. Sweet. <laughs> When Keep it says going. this is Laura's, don't fucking touch her. Or we'll give I didn't kill. know it was a donut in there, it just said don't touch. What else would it be? <laughs> Before dinner? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's one of the perks of being an adult. That seems right. Caitlin, did you want to maybe look at some books before we leave? Um, do you know anything about this island? Is it large? Yeah. 
You know a little bit. You've passed through here once or twice. It's the largest of a set of four parallel islands, but for the most part, it's it's not really uh, cultivated. The uh, jungles here are fairly thick. Um, the fruit trees and exotic creatures make it an interesting pass by port, but also a dangerous thing to push into. Um, uh, and the thick mangrove trees kind of choke most of the coastal areas, except for on the south, which is where uh, the actual uh, town of uh, Basaf Port is, which is where you guys are currently set. Um, it's you do know that because it's uh, it's cluttered, it tends to be a favorite spot for contraband out in the jungle. But the creatures that live there are pretty dangerous, mm-hmm. so most people avoid that. Um, there are some remaining signs of the Kina people that uh, used to be indigenous to these islands before they all became part of the Clovis Concord. Um, that's about all you know. I mean, it's a small village, maybe like 800 people or so. Yeah, I'll relay all that stuff in my own tongue uh, and say, you know, it, I'm sure there, there's stuff. It, it, it kind of grows a little bit each time I come by here, so, you know, it could be new stuff I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Worth a look. Mm-hmm. I, I think that I will stay behind on the boat, but I think you should go. If you see any um, uh, incense, I would uh, appreciate it if you picked some up. You're going to just stay up? Are you going to go look through the stuff that we got? Yeah, probably, yeah. Do you want me to stay with you? <clears throat> well, at the very least, maybe you should uh, uh, have this not try and open some of those funny locks on the books before before we go so that you have an easier time getting into them. Did we not open them? I don't think we opened the individual locks on the books. I think you just grabbed locked books. Uh, not all of them. I think there. I think a few of them were part of the locking mechanism was embedded in the uh, the shelf. I, I think I actually will be all right though. Oh, and I and I grabbed this one too. There was one more that oh, I didn't get to see. Yes. Oh. Uh, it. I don't know what it is. It, I just picked it up. It seemed like the thing to do. Thank. Thank you. Yeah. And anytime. What about uh, paper? Aren't you always needing papier? Uh, I don't get the sense that a lot of um, high-quality paper and ink makes it to this island, but I've been wrong before, so if you see any, would you bring some back and I will reimburse you? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> I'm just going to take it easy today. All right, fair enough. Uh, where's Jester? I'm, here, I'm, I'm coming downstairs. Oh. <laughs> Downstairs. Yeah, downstairs from my upstairs cabin. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. There's no, no. just one I was above on, deck I, cabin. I slept in the, the crow's nest. Oh, nice, nice. How are you doing this morning, Jester? Oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to go out and explore a little bit? Sure. Are you okay? I, I know uh, the, the day's escapades were a bit much, a little close. A lot, yes. Yeah. You disappeared, Fort. Yeah, well, you did too. I, every time I popped into wherever I was, I could see you pop in and then pop out, and I kept wanting to, like, you know, go, like, just make sure you knew we were getting the fuck out. But. Oh, right, in the dragon room, too. I was talking about in the library, though. Oh, yeah, well, it was the damnedest thing. I just touched it, like, you know, didn't know if it was rough or smooth or cold. Didn't expect to be like, none of that shit. Like, boop. Yeah. Maybe 
I won't do that so much anymore. Sometimes you just need to touch things. Yeah. What are you grinning at, goblin? Nothing. You have a compulsion. I, I just think it's funny. <laughs> you, are, you are a bit handsy sometimes. <clears throat> are, are we not all intrigued by things that don't belong or seem out of place? Yeah, but you no, know what we are. I don't offer a lot of muscle to this group, but I do have a little bit of knowledge. So, <clears throat> you know, in situations like that, just give me a moment to have a look around the room, please, Ford. Yeah, yes, that, thank you, Beauregard. That's, uh, that's fair. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's hard because I uh, do pretty reckless things, but uh, I don't know. I honestly felt like I feel like everyone feels terrible about how that went, but you know, when you look at it on the whole, we did okay. And Tsugi said that the dragon is actually dead now. I believe her actually. I didn't yeah. even ask. What was in the uh, room before I got ripped out of there? Lots of books. Angry furniture. Oh, yeah. A cabinet swallowed. Not. Mm. No, Twiggy. Yes. It all kind of ran together. A lot, a lot happened. A lot of books, a lot of books. There was a doll, too, if I recall. I don't, there was some sort of, there was a doll, there was some marbles, uh, what? dust. Oh yeah, we got a, a, a we got a thing of marbles and a thing of ink. Did you we get the marbles and the, and the ink? That's nice. Wait a minute. Did, when I disappeared, you didn't immediately come and try and find me. You went and I got did. stuff. Bo did. Uh, honestly, we were trying to figure out what had happened. Hmm. Well, and I knew where you were and wanted to ascertain. It, uh, uh, yeah, uh, honestly, man, when you. Did that? You were kind of totally alone and by yourself. It it took us a minute to figure out what exactly had happened and yeah, what you touched. Maybe you were locked behind something, or there was some way to uh, release it in the room. Yeah, it wasn't like you know everybody left you. You left us. Yeah, that's true. My my mother was a big believer in the buddy system. Hmm. Growing up in the woods, buddy system. God. Oh, always, geez. always, always should have a buddy. Should we all? Should we have a buddy? Just should we no, call no, these no. now? God. I call we Caleb. Are, we know. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure that I, I got Caleb. But you guys, maybe you should buddy up for well, future how about encounters. I just keep my hands in my pockets going forward into strange new rooms by long dead wizards. We'll just potentially. We'll, we'll make sure that we. Good luck. You can't fight a compulsion, man. You would know, right? I know. Ooh, get that itch. At least gotta scratch it. Where you got a button time. around here somewhere. Ooh. Jester. Hmm? <laughs> uh, I hope you know that our, my intention wasn't to abandon anybody, especially not you. I thought I was going to have to activate the damn sphere and it was going to open up a portal or something. I didn't know it was going to immediately take me away from the fight. I'm sorry. Of course. Really. I was invisible, you guys. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't there. So we're all still friends? Oh yeah, okay. I, oh, I, I see this, yeah. 
You were in a wall, dude. I was in a wall. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that everybody here thinks that this is their fault. Uh, raise your hand if you think what happened yesterday was your fault. I mean, I might have a part in it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if I'd have done better against the dragon. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what do I roll? I think that's true. <laughs> yeah, insight, sure. I, I don't need an insight check, I believe. 18. I don't think I did anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well. I usually find that if everybody thinks that they're the ones that did something wrong, it's because nobody did everything wrong. You just had a string of luck. I think everybody did real good. I, I agree with that. I think that we all got out of there. I think that we all tried our best and we're going to do better next time. I'm feeling very positive. And Thank I know you. Yeah. Great pep talk. You made that uplifting. Yeah. You survived Maybe. a dragon. Also, we're giving you a hard time, but there was no reason why I needed to keep fiddling with this thing and pet the satchel that I have the bowl in. Could have left it well enough alone. I appreciate that. But you took a risk. Risks are okay. Gotta be careful what risks you take, but I mean, without risks, we're never gonna get what we want. That's a good point. What do we want? Well, I think we want breakfast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get off this godforsaken boat for a damn minute. And then we can, have, we can have a talk about that. That okay. is a great idea. In fact, you should lead the way. I have a feeling you'll be able to find the best Excellent. spot. Excellent. I don't actually even know how to get off this boat. We haven't done it properly oh, in the so long. Oh, the game First make show, Mal. Okay, and I, do I show him how? Am I first matey enough? You've learned enough, roll, yes. Roll for first matey. Yeah. <laughs> you know where the fucking exit is. Because <laughs> I might not. No proficiency about this, but. Um, okay, so you guys head back up to the to the dock now, or to, to the deck and over towards the dock. Uh, a couple of things you noticed. One, you haven't really been out of the ship to see the port. Like by the time you guys returned, it was nighttime, um, and didn't have really a good view. As at night on this island, there really isn't a lot of light. It kind of shuts down at dusk. You're talking about Besaft. Besaft. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a lot of a lot of ships. Probably about. Twenty or so. Well, those are—they're mainly Concord military vessels, similar to the one that you saw and avoided on the outskirts of Nicodranas. Oh boy! Um, glancing over, you could see there are a few groups of soldiers, kind of on the docks, just kind of stretching. It looks like they're loading supplies into the ships, like they're making a stop, and the ships are kind of waiting for others to fill up to fill in because it's a small dock. It's mainly, mainly meant to maintain. At most six or seven ships at a time, so they're having to go in waves to take supplies, and they're probably cleaning out some of what Besaft uh, uh, Post has. But as we as we make our way by, can I identify like a low-ranking member of one of the crewmen of the, one of those ships as they're perhaps reaching for a bundle or something? Sure. Uh, yeah, the, there, there's uh, a number. You can go ahead and stop. There's one of the nearby that you can see. It's just sitting there, kind of like stretching legs and gathering their supplies. And it looks to be a small sack. They probably bought a few things to take on the on the the path. You there? By God, you guys are stocking up something fierce. 
Uh, yes, we are um, making our way uh, through the waters. It's just a quick stop. Amazing. Uh, do, do you mind if I ask where all this <laughs> traffic is going? Ah, uh, well, uh, with the recent attacks, uh, the the war, the empire, it's getting a little hairy. So the um, Marquis Olesia Lapidus is calling many of the warships to the southern coast to just you know be a precaution near the border. Oh, I understand. I'm sorry to hear it's moving so uh, aggressively. Are you concerned, or do you feel strength in your numbers? Uh, there are, this is a conflict between them, but it is still important to be careful. We have uh, an alliance uh, from a trade standpoint with the Empire, but uh, you know they are not entirely the most uh, pleasant people, so they can deal with their problems, and if it comes to us, we'll keep it to the show. The good news is, as far as uh, I know, Johas isn't very n- and a naval-oriented uh, people. Um, what I have heard, it kind of leans in a bit, uh, is the Under-Elves apparently snuck past the mountain range uh, and attacked further inland. Like Ferdowin was assaulted and the fields were set ablaze. What, where, where, where was? A smart move in cutting the food from the people, huh? These beasts no. are clever, he be said, careful. He said Ferdowin. Ferdowin, right. That's, uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, just in, there it is. Just in case our travels take us in your direction, is there any particular route or island that we should avoid just to stay out of your hair? I, will, I, I don't think I, we are running along the coast and just heading to the uh, southern area south of the jungles and a little bit past Nicodronas and just keeping a, a boundary in the waters. That should be far away from where we're heading. I wish you, uh, Safe journey, my friend. Oh, you as well. <clears throat> Grabs his stuff and throws it over his shoulder and heads back to the rest of the crew. So wait, the Jorhasian snuck mm. under the mountains and attacked Felderin? That's where they attacked. Yeah. That's deep in. That's really, yeah. yeah apparently that's apparently set some of the fields ablaze. You, you passed by Felderwin when you were traveling uh, uh, both north and south on that road there. And it's, this is Felderwin. Yeah, it's, a, it's a heavy we source of agriculture. Uh, in fact, it feeds a lot of the military. Mm. Um, yeah, we might return to a different empire. Well, yeah. Ask them where they're from, all the troops. Did you already ask that? Yeah, they're from uh, from outside Nicodronis. So they won't know who we are? I don't think they have uh, bigger fish to fry. <clears throat> Plus, we got a new boat, right? Which at this point you hear it. <clears throat> You turn around and you see, looks to be a, a, a human male in his like mid forties with like salt and pepper brown hair with a thick mustache, kind of somewhat stained linen clothing, the length of rope wrapped over his shoulder, and he goes, "Hello, I'm a dockmaster Perdran. I was uh, the one patiently waiting, I guess, for you all to return and pay for the good repairs that were required of my crew. So uh, if you want to pay up, or we're going to have to go ahead and keep the bowl eater ourselves. No, indeed, indeed, we have. Curious name, bowl eater, by the way. Yeah, it is, one of, uh, born out of circumstance. We have every intention uh, of paying. I just haven't uh, received the bill from my first mate yet. I frantically search for a bill that I probably don't have. (laughs) You definitely don't. Uh, I look at him and I go at the guy, the dock master. I go, "Give me the bill." Uh, reaches into a satchel, pulls out a small like leather ledger, past a few pages. There's little counts, couple notes there. Tears it out, hands it to you. 
It's for uh, 225 gold for full ship repairs. It's more than they said when we came out. I'll take care of it. I'm the one touching little red things. 295? You're taking care of all of it? Did we have 225. any? 225. 225? 225? His grog is showing. Um, <laughs> Was there any money left on the ship from Avantika? Like No, uh, that pot was taken by Darkto when they came aboard. Yeah, when they came and cleaned it out after the fucking razzle-dazzle. So all the yeah. money we have is pretty much the money we have. Correct. Mm. Uh, that was the other downside with Avantika being wrapped up in this whole plot in Darkto, was as soon as she was executed, they commandeered anything that belonged to her crew and left you guys the ship. With the supplies in the ship, you kept keep the cannons, the cannonballs, the gunpowder, um, basic supplies that were left over for survival and upkeep. But anything of worth was taken by Darktoe as their uh, prize. To wash some dishes, aren't we? I cut my golden hair. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! <laughs> Ford. Yeah. We might want to consider having like a communal ship fund. Just, we'll talk about it later. <clears throat> Uh, here is your 225 gold. Thank you for your careful inspection and repair of the ship. Appreciate that. All right, well, when do you plan to head off? Oh, in the next day or two, we uh, uh, just getting our bearings about us again. We'll be out of your hair shortly. Could you leave possibly by end of day? I'll give you back 30 gold if that's the case. I need to, he looks off towards the ships that are waiting, goes, I kind of need this space. I would love to tell you yes, friend, but the best I could do is let you know uh, before sundown. Maybe for like 50 gold we could get out, though. No. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> we have stuff we have to do, don't rush us out of here. No, that's not very good. Eight? <laughs> I guess. Well, come find me. <laughs> it points over to uh, what looks to be one of the one of the nicer uh, coastal huts set up right at the uh, outside of the docks. There, Ooh, nice. Yeah, we'll find you. I promise to be as expedient as, as possible. Okay. Turns back and heads off to his business. More various military crews are still running up and down the docks, carrying supplies to and from. What would you guys like to do? Walk inland. Yes. <laughs> Breakfast. Caduceus. Yeah, and eyes up as we pass things along the way. I'm walking towards where I think breakfast is. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Come on, you're a foodie. You're up in the Natural 20. <laughs> natural 20. I was really looking forward to having it was a no idea. Apparently. We gotta make more of a fuss about that. First roll. Hold on, I got Yelp. So I, ca- I, I cast it. Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> um, the closest right, place, right. the scent catches right. your nose. Um, there's a place called the Basaft Meadery. Um, meadery? Meadery. Oh, Meadery. Oh, that's better. <laughs> I was like, mm, no. okay. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a small, uh, kind of a, an open, uh, almost like a tavern, like a simple tavern, but only the back half of it has walls, the rest of it's almost like a thatched top. Um, there are support beams, and there are a number of tables and, and kind of stools set up, and you see a number of mead barrels set up in the back, as well as what looks to be kind of an open grill made of just metal rods kind of uh, welded over each other, and what looks to be a bunch of wood burning beneath it. Um, you can see some of the uh, uh, the people that that uh, live here in Basaft that run this meadery are kind of preparing a an open breakfast 
essentially. And a lot of the soldiers are kind of crowding over and filling up spaces. Um, yeah. yeah. As you, as you, the, the scent catches your nose of like cooking boar and uh, various like fruits and vegetables that are also being mixed into it, giving this kind of sweet meat scent that hits you as you're kind of stepping off the dock. And the closer you get, you realize you kind of get there pretty quickly because it's starting to fill up with a lot of these soldiers. Um, and as you get to the food, it smells delicious. It's 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 made for a mass uh, uh, meal for you know, for the number of people that are here. So this is kind of like their way of preparing as much as they can. So it's nothing meticulous. It's nothing uh, gourmet necessarily, but it looks delicious and it looks serviceable. I can pick around the boar. That shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Great. You don't eat boar. I don't eat boar. Do you eat meat? I don't eat meat. Really? You don't not noticed. I haven't. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, like, I've been, yeah, we've barely cooked any of it in the last, like, month. But just meat meat tastes, tastes very, very good. Yeah, and so does the stuff that you make. I just assumed you were conjuring, like, you know, sea pigeons and stuff. Oh, uh, it's mostly, like, seitan. There's a few different things I use. You can what? really get an effect. It's seitan? I. Hail Satan! <laughs> <laughs> it's making me call my vegan cooking knowledge to my goddamn head right now. <laughs> Quinoa? <laughs> a lot of paprika. Pasta burgers. Uh, a lot of beets. Uh, yeah, no, this is. Uh, I'm in the. I'm, I'm excited for this. Are we uh, relatively free of like furtive glances as we make our way through? Yeah, I mean, the, the, due to the nature of this being a small port and the, the military that's coming through here, Fucking and people live here from all over, you can see like a spectrum of skin tones that lead you to believe that there are people both who come from the uh, the Kinao, who from the island people that have uh, settled, probably from the Empire, folks that have come from Marquette and come here, and uh, even probably there's a few super pale folks here that may have found their way over from Asilra. Um, so it's 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 for the for the people that that live here. It's a fairly diverse uh, cultural capital, though a lot of it seems to be mostly ingrained, uh, at least the basis of it in the the Kinao people uh, and the kind of the the base of a lot of the the Menagerie Coast. Jester, can I make you a plate? Um, no, I think I'm okay for it. Thank you. Okay, cool. Uh, should we bring Caleb some food? Yes. Uh, Yes, we should. I can take him some in my pockets. Pocket boar. <laughs> pocket bacon, pocket boar. Never we, I'm going to try some mead. Some mead, yes. not meat. Not meat, but I am going to try some mead. Okay. Yeah. How much is a bottle? Uh, well, you go ahead and ask. the. Uh, there's maybe four servers that are running around like crazy that are in the process of handing things out and taking stuff, but there is one individual you see, this kind of uh, woman in her late 50s, early 60s, uh, beautiful brown skin, big smile, little heavy set, um, who seems to be just kind of looking over the place like she is the the owner of this uh, of this meadery. Looks over to you and kind of, as your eyes meet, notices the look of I need help and goes over and goes, hello, darling, how can I help you? Uh, I think he wanted to try some mead, I wanted to try some mead, and then we wanted to buy some mead. Well, I can help with any of these, of course. Mm -hmm. What's your name? Bo. Bo, well, a pleasure to meet you. I am Bintha Talamos, and welcome to my meadery. Bintha, can I call you Ben? Call me Bintha, please. Bintha, pleasure. Pleasure to meet you as well, darling. Um, well, uh, would you, uh, you, how, how many bottles would you like? Uh, would you, do you want to have glasses separately, or do you want to just buy bottles and serve yourselves? Uh, 
It smells really sweet. What's the sweetest thing you've got right now? Well, it's all pretty sweet. It's all uh, all put here with our, our island cultivated honeybees. So it's sweet. You'll like it. <laughs> Just get a couple of bottles and share. Yeah. Sure. I think that sounds like a great idea. You keep bees here? I do as well. Yes. Can I see them? I. <laughs> They're not immediately local. Um, would you like a tour of our hives? This is going to go. I do have well. to ask, unfortunately, uh, there is a, a tourist price for the tour. How much is that? Five silver. Okay. All right. The bottles are fifteen gold apiece. Yeah. You wanted two bottles, that'll be 30 gold. And you wanted how many cups, or do you just want your bottles? Bunch of cups. <laughs> Bunch of plates of, of gristle and meat and boar and fat. If you have anything that's more, less meat. Do not worry, honey, and get you, no problem. Uh, all right, I'll prepare this. She does some calculations, goes, all right, for all of that together with your glasses, for each of you, the meal is prepared for each. Some tripe. Maybe some knuckles. Some pastries, if you have them. <laughs> Unfortunately, not much of a pastry uh, opportunity out here on the Swavane. No, no donuts. <laughs> you watch her, like, her smile maintains, but the eyes go hard. <laughs> but she goes, no donuts. <laughs> However, for everything involved, that would be uh, 35 gold uh, for all glasses of mead or food provided. Um, oh, don't look at me, I'm sure. Oh, let's, let's, I'll throw a little. Well, I'll take 30 if and you five silver for the tour for I'll this. Take, uh, I'll take the last blue five. Man. Young woman over here. <laughs> this seems very fair. All right. Food is presented. It's uh, it smells wonderful. Uh, the din is quite loud now, as the as the various uh, uh, naval officers and and uh, naval soldiers of the Clovis Concord are kind of surrounding the space and chatting, uh, talking about bullshit. Uh, some of it is in common, some of it is not. Um, so, while you guys finishing are eating your food, um, anything else you want to do? The meat is quite good. It's very sweet. And uh, even just finishing one glass, you're like, oh, this is dangerous, and probably going to give you a headache if you're not careful. What? Nothing. <laughs> How many glasses do you have? Flashbacks. Just the yeah, one. Renfair. Yeah, yeah. Severe Renfair flashbacks. I don't want any meat, I just want the honey. Okay. Three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, as you guys are in the process of eating your food, a, uh, a, a recently awoken and somewhat harsh-looking morning Yasha wanders over. <laughs> yeah! Yay! You found us again. This is like the sixth time. You just know where well, we she are. Was on the she boat was on the with boat. us. No, I know, but she you guys just in the, wake the me restaurant up for breakfast. Well, you were sleepy. You were snoring really loud, and it sounded like you were angry snoring. Well, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I did tell you I'm, I'm angry when I sleep. <laughs> Don't like being woken up, I forgot, but I just, it would have been nice to be woken up. I'm sorry. I mean, I feel this is precisely why we didn't wake you up. But we did I make think. you this plate of food. Right, yeah. <laughs> I pour her a very large glass of mead. 
I'll go over and buy another one, please. Bantha and be like, I'll get one more plate of food, please. Comes by and slips it over. I'll hand that plate of food over to Nut. There you go. No, it's not for you. Oh. (laughs) Back out, back out. <laughs> so as you guys are finishing your meal, Yasha's kind of quietly staring into the plate and eating with a kind of a, a distant intensity like she's prone to. Um, we were fitting to explore a little. We were going to go on a uh, a winery tour. That's not. No, biz. that's not. We no. were going to go. Tour. We were going to look for incense and supplies. Yeah. Insects, supplies. Maybe but some weapons or some, uh, you know, potions that might help. Should exactly. we find ourselves? We might also want to discuss what we're doing next. I mean, we just had this crazy escape from Pirate Island, and now, what are we doing? Where are we going? Do you want us to go to this temple? I mean, I, I, I would like to, yeah. I saw it in my in my visions, and I, I haven't had any other dreams since. I feel like this might be a good chance to put a dagger in it, you know, finish you it out. where? Yeah, yeah, I, I have a feeling it's right in the middle of the archipelago. It's just south of here. Maybe like a day and a half, maybe two days most, depending on what. More traveling on the water? Just a little bit, and then we can go back to land. I, not with the promise of land and no more requests to go to sea. You'll do this for me. I would be most obliged. Ford, what was uh, that naval officer? I will, I will go. Thank you, Nan. Sorry. It's what was very uh? Nice today. Yes, I think he feels guilty. I know he feels guilty. He asked you to like accompany him off the boat. He made a plate of offered to make a plate of food for you. He's being nice to me. I know. <gasps> Is he hitting on you? No. I think he's hitting on you. No, he's not. Are you sure? Yeah. What did that naval officer say to you about the war? I feel like, what, what was I hearing? Yeah, he was saying they've made their way south into the fucking town of Nipple Bottom, uh, Felderwin. Felderwin. Yeah. Some of us are from. Yeah, we've been right near that area. Felderwin? But that's, oh. You're from Felderwin? Around there, yeah. Yeah, it's far more south than they'd been previously, so. Does that freak anybody else out? Me. Me. What about your, you know? I don't know. It's not far from my hometown either. Really? Mm hmm. Well, that maybe changes things. From Camorta. Go to the map, go to the map. Point. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah, this is pretty far west. Yeah, but he he said that they were traveling under the mountains and Camorta is a mountain town, so. Who's traveling under the mountains? Oh, uh, the Jorhasians. Your, your people. They got under the mountains and attacked Felderwin. Hmm. That's what all these soldiers are here for. They're going they're going to join the fight or something? What did they say for? Reinforcements? They were going down the southern coast, yeah. Oh. Most likely in an effort not to get flanked, but. Yeah, okay. Um, I think we should still go to the temple, though. Well, I don't feel quite as energetic knowing that where you both are from is under siege. 
Well, I'm just being paranoid. I'm always paranoid. <laughs> what if we went to the temple and then headed back? No dilly-dallying, we just go and make sure that everything's okay. It may only add a, a day or two at, at, at most. I would be most appreciative. No sense reading two-thirds of a book. Finish this up, see what it has to say. Are you going to try to, what are you going to do to Katoa? Katoa. <laughs> Did you self-echo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just kind of thought I'd feel it out when I got there. All current and past events taken into account. Feel out whether you would Raise Ukato no, no, from the no, dark no, and, God, no, and join no, its dark mm -mm, ways. No, I do have two of these spheres, and I, I, I can't help but notice the extra shamalama ding dong that Avantika got by depositing one of them. I could keep the third and certainly keep that crazy fucking snake at bay. But I would just like to see this through. Otherwise, I feel like I'll always be wanting to get back here. Plus, we still haven't found out about Vanderin. Right. But I don't, he could be fucking anywhere. I just want to do this because we're here. We can, we can worry about that later. It's a wide, wide world. Yeah. Okay. So, we find the temple, and then what? I guess go back to Nicodronus first, yeah? We might have to go through Port de Mali, actually. Nicodronus is a little hot for us, but we could. We could let your mom know that you're okay. I mean, I've, I, I can message her. I've, I've been messaging her. Well, maybe see how you feel when we're on our way back. We wouldn't want to go around the southern tip. That's where the troops are heading. I feel like danger might be that way. It might be best to go the way we came. Okay. All right. So maybe some supplies? Some, mm -hmm. Something to buff us up a bit. Some bees. Some bees, yep. I think some bees would suit you. I just really want to see them. <laughs> you can talk to them. I really want to talk to them. I've talked to many bees in my time. Really? Yeah. You can teach me the language? I mean, I mean, you just, hey bees. How you doing? <laughs> Sub bee. Hey bees. <laughs> okay, okay. Busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yasha, is there anything you need while we're uh, in port? Anything you've been craving while we've been at sea? No. I, no. I just, uh, you guys were gone for a really long time. We yeah. didn't mean to be, Yasha. You were gone for six days. We didn't. Um, have any idea that that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I looked for you guys everywhere in that room. I was just worried is all. I'd be mad at us too. Yeah, I don't need anything. I don't need anything from here. I have everything that I need. So, if we need to go, we can go. Thank you for looking everywhere in that room. That's that's really nice. Well, 
I just turned around and then you all were gone. Yeah, it was it was crazy in there. Yeah. Did you have funerals for all of us? <laughs> <clears throat> Must have taken a lot of time. Like one a day for <laughs> I mean, that actually would have covered everybody when yeah. you think about it. <laughs> Was mine nice? Did anyone, Show I guess up. not, you were on the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> did you I, say anything? Nice I did word? say some things that I probably should not share with you, not. Like they're bad words or something? Something like that. You cursed at my funeral? <laughs> I didn't have a funeral for you. I didn't even get a funeral, everybody else did! I didn't know if you were actually gone. Everyone got a funeral but me! No, none of you did. Oh my god, you didn't give any of us funerals? Because I didn't know if you were alive or not. I was still holding on to maybe that you were and you just disappeared and you just didn't want to stay with me anymore. You didn't want me part of the group. Yasha, we want you to be part of the group. Oh, Yasha. No, I don't mean it like that. I'm not saying, you know, wolf, poor me or something, but just. Wait, was alive or not a joke? I always get confused when people use the word not in a sentence. Was that supposed to be a, mm. was that a? It's confusing. I, I okay. got lost. Group rule. Yeah. If any of us are missing for four or more days, every we hold a funeral. <laughs> you can do that. Right? It's four days. Well, let's make it like an even seven, like a week, right? Because, I mean, that, that sphere is pretty fucking sweet. That's Not that I have any interest in messing with it any further. Hells no. If that dragon is dead, there's so a lot of loot. stuff. Yeah. Although every time you do a little thing, a little of that loot comes out. Well, yeah, just a little. There were fucking treasure troves in there. Not that I'm interested in that. I'm all for playing it safe. <laughs> Measured, practical. Mm-hmm. That's my middle name, Ford Practical. What's your last name? <laughs> <laughs> Ford Practical. Ford Practical. Yep. It's the next sedan coming out. <laughs> Are there any potion <laughs> shops yeah. around here? <laughs> Test drive a Ford Practical today. <laughs> All right. What else have you found in there? Is there anything else? Did you already look at everything? Caleb got some books. He's at Caleb is actually not not a breakfast. Caleb's back at the boat. Yeah. He decided to take some personal time to himself to look at some books. Everyone was a little little thrown by what happened. We almost died, yeah, Yasha, same. and then we really would have been dead, and then we wouldn't have come I never back. Would have known. No. What? I, what did you? You fought something, or I, there was a, a big blue dragon. Ugh. You would have no bigs. Yeah. Like, what? No. <laughs> no sweat. <laughs> on Tuesday? Are you going to show us the notches on your upper delt for all the ones that you? Sure. Well, I can, but I ran out of notches on my belt. Oh! 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 <laughs> <laughs> she just holds up a handful of shreds. There's a whole lot of them. My belt's so <laughs> All those teenagers in hoodies are going like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Well, I'm glad you guys are safe for whatever the fuck it's worth. 
worth a lot, and probably will be a little more careful about poking things uh, I was separately. Testing the texture. I mean, it separately. wasn't even a push. I just touched it. No, it's just just the buddy system. I'm just talking right, about the right, buddy system. Right. No blame going around. Before we go on the B tour, if there's any time, do we see any uh, like like magic shops, weaponry? Let's make an investigation Black check. Smith? We're doing the B tour. I want to see some bees. I'm looking for uh, incense stores. Sixteen. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. Um, magic shops, just so you guys are aware, are super rare. <laughs> like, there's one in Zadash. Big city. And there's maybe one or two in Rexentral. So there's definitely one here. There's <laughs> definitely not one here. Three. So um, competing just like Starbucks. For the same yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Starbucks versus yeah. They're, they're a relatively rare thing. Um, and to that degree, but, but herbalists are not too hard to find in healing potions while they can heal. Uh, the the crafting of one doesn't require massive arcane knowledge. It's uh, you know through knowledge of medicines and proper brewing techniques. Um, however, the army has bought up a lot, uh, so you do. There are two regular healing potions you can find uh, for sale for uh, marked up because you had C seventy gold a piece. Oh fuck! Island prices. Where else are you gonna go? Man, yeah. you can try and haggle if you want to. You got so clerics. You don't need it. I put a lot of healing potions into my group. I'm getting poor, you guys. I'm yeah, getting the poor. I just repaired the fiber blacksmith. Yeah. Oh, really? I've got lots of money. Why don't you buy a couple potions? I do have a lot of money. Yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy both healing potions. Oh, there, may not, there may not be time for such things, but I was. It depends on what you're looking for. There, there is a blacksmith uh, under the name of uh, Keisha Vudan. Um, who does most of the metal work for the like ship repairs and uh, other general goods that require metal work around the island? Keisha. Um, uh, yeah. As you, as, as you kind of approach the uh, the space, she has you, you can tell from the large uh, smokestack pouring out of the top of the the forge that she keeps. But as you approach, you can see a young woman in her late twenties or so, massive arms. Uh, uh, you know her her thick black hair pulled back into a tuft, and she has a leather apron on. And you can see now there's a stat. What looks to be a lot of um, metal reinforcements used for holding beams together in shipbuilding, uh, and she's just laying them up one by one as she finishes uh, hammering and then quenching and then hammering quenching. And as you walk up, she kind of rubs her brow. Can I help you? Ah. Uh. Possibly not. It seems like you have you have your hands full right now. I was I was hoping to, uh, at the very least, get a get a professional opinion about something. I can do my best. Uh, I don't get many like uh, your height in here anyway. So uh, that's, uh, that's what they tell me. At the very least, I'm looking forward to uh, stating my curiosity. Well, I've I've recently taken to traveling, which is a, a very new uh, new experience for. Somewhat of my disposition, and I came across something kind of interesting, and I was curious if you had an opinion on uh, what this is and how one might uh, fix it. And I pull out a broken sword. Yes. She takes it. I was really hoping to, to really doing something with this at some point and giving it as a gift to a friend who uh, could use a pick me up. This is very, very good craftsmanship. Like, whew, I could not do this. Um. Unfortunately, the break is very bad. Um, do you have the other part of the weapon? Sadly, I don't. Uh, it may not exist. I 
if given maybe a week with the right materials, I could maybe try to work on it. But honestly, your best bet is probably to go in to the coast. Uh, we don't do much in the way of masterwork, weapon craftsmanship here on Bisapt. My apologies. Oh, that's all right. And they're definitely uh, trying hard to get us to leave a little sooner than we necessarily like. It has been right very now. busy this past day or two. Has everything been all right, by the way? This is uh, it seems like a lot of commotion. It's a lot of commotion, but they'll be gone soon. We get waves of people coming through. Well, thank you so much for for your time. Uh, I don't know what I could possibly do in return other than offer my gratitude, but. Can it for a second? Looks you over. Can I have a hug? <laughs> yeah. You'll I go in. <laughs> she goes and takes it and calls you. Right. You want the spine lift? Yeah. All right, I'm going to actually like this. <laughs> thank you. You are, you are quite fuzzy, and I was curious. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. I look forward to coming coming your way again one of these days. Anytime. We're here on the island. Nowhere else to go. This is awfully nice. <laughs> there are worse places to live, I'll tell you that. Have a good day. What's your name? Ah, oh, uh, Caduceus. 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 Keisha. Keisha. It's a pleasure. Pleasure. The pleasure was all mine. I'm going to wander back to the bees. You walk away, the sound of ting, ting, ting in the background, she goes back to work. <laughs> Did I find any incense? Uh, because spice trade and various, like, spices, not spice trade here is quite prominent, uh, as well as other uh, such materials in that, that same avenue, various herbs and, and, and uh, Compounds used in chemical and, and medicinal purposes. Yeah, you can find incense here. Actually, All right. um, it's marked up a little bit like, because it's specific. Because it's a it's a it's a trade post out in the middle of the ocean. Uh, the people can charge a little more, and they know they can. So, um, depending on how much incense you want to get, he did not give me an amount. So, what's like a normal amount of incense that you would need for like a month of incense burning? Uh, for just like a person burning incense yeah. in their house. Uh, <laughs> like a hippie person. <laughs> I was grateful that they listening. We'll to say it. about twenty gold worth, which would cost you twenty-five here. Okay, I'll take fifty. Fifty okay. gold worth. Okay, so you take fifty gold worth. That'll cost you sixty. We'll say. Great. So you mark off sixty gold, but you write down yeah fifty gold worth of incense. Great. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, the Beetor. Hello, bees. The <laughs> so she takes you around behind uh, the meadery. There's a, a jungle path that leads through the, the very, very lush uh, green trees, and it's a very humid day. Um, you know, the, the morning was a little gray in the sky, and you can see um, it's, it looks like it might rain in the next few hours or so. Um, she leads you through and is talking about you know how many years her family has been running the Midoi and uh, you know how I just it's a, it's a wonderful place. Uh, there isn't much of a uh, uh, seems to be an interest in meat out here on the island, so she feels like she kind of cornered the market a bit. Uh, she has friends that bring it to the other island towns and it makes makes a lot of you know fair amount of money. She's very proud of it. As she's doing the talk, she leads you around. You can see there there are uh, a, a small sect of of wooden hive setups. Um, and you can you can hear already as you approach the this like slight hum of them. Um, you can see there's a young boy, maybe twelve or so, who is uh, looks to be wearing a very very thick smock with like a hood, who's in the process of kind of scooping out some of the honey. 
Do I need to wear a thingy? Oh, well, uh, just stay here, preferably. Do not get close enough to them, sting you, and don't, uh, if, if one's on you, don't freak out and smack it, please. Okay, but Tends I to, really uh, want to go up to them. Uh, the tour is not to in, not intended to bring you that close. Hello, bees. Hello, bees. Please come over here and let me say hello. She looks very confused. And just, okay. <laughs> I start walking. She very like pretends slowly. to listen. Hello, bees. Yeah. I just want some honey. Do you see that? Yeah. Well, if you want honey, I can get you honey. Yeah, but I want the honey comb straight from the thingy. Ah. <laughs> Roll from the cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Misan! And the little boy goes, What? Bring some honeycomb over here for a customer. He goes, okay. He goes and cuts a little piece off with what looks kind of like a dull knife and holds it on the edge of the knife and walks over and you see the like, bees kind of covered up in his arm and he kind of puts it over and hands it to you. Wow. It's gooey. The hand. It's very sweet and very waxy. It's like really good. It's like gum, but like sweet. <laughs> Can I have a jar of it? <laughs> the boy heads back to his work and she's kind of like waving some of the bees away and goes, uh, sure, uh, let's walk back. I'll be happy to sell you uh, a jar, too. How many would you like? With the actual honeycomb in it? Of course. I want two jars. Two jars, that's one, five gold pieces. Okay. All right. She, smacks, she claps her hands together happily and leads you back, telling you more about the uh, the waves of, of, of various uh, traders and merchants that come through, some individuals, some names she throws out that she's met and kind of flirted with, and one that asked her to marry him when she was younger, but she turned him down, and you have no idea who any of these people are, but you can't help but be half-fascinated, because they're stories. Um, but yeah, so you go ahead and you have two jars of honey, plus honeycomb, for five gold. Hello, bees. Hello, bees. <laughs> I think I come wandering in about the point where they're saying hello, bees. There you this go. is really all I want. <laughs> you can talk to them? Yeah, say something! Uh, what do you want me to say to them? I don't know. Um, tell them to come over here, but don't sting us. Uh, hold on, hold on, let me do a thing. I'm going to... Um, uh, so you're approaching right, right, just right as they're about to leave from the hives. I'm going to take a little <laughs> bit of the, the tea out of my pocket. I'm going to try and get a bloom going, uh, just a little bit of a bloom going on my staff to just try and get a flower to start going on, like like if I can get just Aww. something to start going a little bit. It may not be temporary using the decompose. I don't know if you'll let me do that, but it's a... A fungal bloom you can do with the decompose. A fungal bloom, like, yeah, I can't really do a... Yeah, Trudecraft would be the yeah, great that would be, the flowers, that would be a unfortunately. Whole thing. Mm. Uh, maybe you can, maybe they like mushrooms. Oh, I can ask. Uh, hey guys, uh, I don't have any flowers, but I, I have some mushrooms. I don't know if you'd be interested, but if you're welcome to come over and, and take a look. It's probably going to rain pretty soon. It's, uh, it's looking a little iffy. They're not, they're doing their business. They're not paying any attention to you. <laughs> they're working really hard right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, they look like it. I've never yeah. seen bees before. I've never seen bees before. Do you not have bees in your house? You don't have flowers. Uh, oh, yeah, right. That's wow. Right. There's no, like, greenery in Joros? He's been collecting all those flowers. That's sad. You should fix that one of these days. Yeah, I don't know any different. Do they have mushrooms? 
In the Moorlands. They, they in have... the Moorlands, there's. <laughs> it's a marshland where you're from. It's a marshland, so there's occasionally. But not, no. <laughs> but not like, like colorful mushrooms, just like brown and Pink. gray and white. Right. Yeah. Maybe some black ones. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Anybody else have anything else they want to grab? I think we're good. I got what I needed. Got you got that plate anything? of food for uh, Caleb that you ate half of? I uh, I got the rest of it in my pockets. Good. All right. It's a little wet. Is it possible to put some 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 basic supplies? Is the is the ship already well supplied for a for a trip or? Uh, I mean, you were given enough supplies for like a a week or so off of leaving Darkto, and you guys can create your own food and water. So that's fair. Uh, there's enough gunpowder for a, you know a, a, a dozen or so volleys of cannon fire. Um, Say so a little bit of a little bit of spice, so that the food that we're creating doesn't taste too bland. By all means, yeah, might not be a bad idea because the magically and created oh, oh, food is kind of spongy. You can drop a gold piece and be good for the next right. two weeks on, on you know flavoring the food for you and the crew. That's yeah. Nice so should we set off, or are we exploring this place more? Is it still uh, before sundown? Uh, at this point in the day, it's. Starting to get close to dusk. The sun's starting to get some money back. Thirty gold feels like a lot right now. I was saying. I wonder what Caleb's up to right now. Which Caleb? During this time, (laughs) (laughs) as you, (laughs) as you've spent most of the day in the ship to your own devices, what are you doing? Pooping. I'm a morning pooper, so that happened. <laughs> uh, once uh, I watched Yasha leave the boat, um, I would have snapped Frumpkin too, and set him purring and worn him like a scarf, and uh, go back to my chambers and uh, slowly and methodically take out the silver wire and cast alarm outside of my doorway, mm-hmm. and then take another 10 minutes to cast Leoman's tiny hut okay. as a ritual in the room so that the bubble goes up to the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I will take out uh, the jar of beads and the thing of ink and uh, the uh, sphere from Twiggy, and I would rest that on the table. And then as memory serves, there was one book with uh, uh, arcane equations open on the table, which I put away. Yes. Was there a second book on the table at that point as well? There was two we got in our rush. Correct. And Caduceus just gave you him one. So if you have four books so total, total, I think, yes. So I would uh, set all four books down in a row, and the sphere is there and these two items, and stare at them. Okay. One for, thing you notice about the sphere. Yeah. Uh, its arrangement is entirely different. Oh, wow. Remember all, all the places where you had shifted since you had gotten it from Twiggy? Mm-hmm. Since you've returned, it's like an entirely new sphere. It has completely refigured its surface. The bands have shifted. All the different places where you'd place your fingers and thumbs to try and move the different hemispheres are in completely different places. No problem. It seems that whatever, whatever you triggered to get you to the internal space and then returned from, reset it in some way, and the puzzle has started all over. Beyond complex. So, so after a minute of just feeling Frumpkin purr away and staring at them, I say in, in my own language, in Zemnian, I say, 
well, you piece of shit, you should probably just get to work. <laughs> and I sit down and I will identify uh, the two items and okay. I will check out the books and if any of them are locked, I will cast knock on them to open them. That's, that's easy enough to do. The jar of beads. <gasps> Every flavor beans. It's, each one is a fireball. Beads or bees or bees? The book. Bees or 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 bees Oh, I hate that he doesn't say what it is. <laughs> this is his favorite thing to do, oh, is to hold a card and watch all of us wait for him to show it to us. Bosses das. Oh, we're not bosses. Bosses das. Bosses das. All right, so, yeah, so that's the, that's the spell book. Normal? The ink is not normal. It is faintly enchanted, um, specifically for the intent of scribing magical things. For the purposes of scribing scrolls or scribing uh, spells into spell books, the ink will make up up to 500 gold worth of scribing. Um, you still need paper, but you don't need, like, essentially any parchment can be made useful as if it was the most premium of spellcraft parchment with that ink. That's clutch. Fucking score. Write it on your body. Over your body. <laughs> My body is a roadmap of pain. Memento. Um, <laughs> that was probably it. I would. I would. Um... We have the books too. The other books. Oh right. Yes. Correct. Um, yes. Yes. Let's inspect one, the other. one of which, uh, after reading through, it is essentially a number of studies on the effects of alchemical compounds on corrupted plant life. Um, there is one that is, it speaks of public debate records within the Forum of Zydel regarding the moral implications of arcane experimentation on prisoners of Gordranas and warnings of the war with the gods. Mm. And so it's a transcript of a debate forum. Um, all you know about Zydel, make a history check, actually. Zydel High, that's where um, Greece 21. takes place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 21. 21. Um, from your studies, Zydel was one of a number of extremely erudite uh, societies in the Age of Arcanum that had harnessed uh, uh, crystals to make their city hover aloft. <gasps> there were a handful of these in the Age of Arcanum that could travel across Exandria, cities that were mobile. Um, and nearly all of them, no, as far as anyone knows, all of them have been wiped out during the Calamity. And the Zydel, as far as you've learned, it's one of them. That's all you know. I'm going to find the lost island of Teddy Ruxpin. I'm ready for this shit. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's two? Mm -hmm. The last one? Yeah. It discusses the theories behind the ice fields and the underreaches of Isilcross and the beasts that live and endure it. Isocross. Isocross. E I S E L C R O S S. Isocross, you know, is uh, a rather large body of land to the north of the main Wildmount continent. It's considered part of Wildmount overall, but it's just a frozen, kind of 
Arctic cap. Not separated in any way, just frozen over to the north, or is it separate? It's separate. It's separate. Like the, 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 uh, the frozen depths, there's a large channel of water that separates the main body of Wildmount and Isocross. Um, but it is. Cross lives. But aside from like two uh, very, very small kind of ice fishing villages that are expansions of the Denalian Empire, mm-hmm. it is mostly uninhabited. Nobody really goes there. There's a bunch of uh, of you know creatures that have grow have spent a millennia or more living in that place that are extremely dangerous, and it's just snow and ice. Mm-hmm. So nobody goes there. Okay. Well, there's <laughs> nothing else that I would do. I would say that all the time they were gone, he just sits sort of like rolling the ball on the table and reading, speed reading these books. And that's it. Cool enough. All right. Frozen depths. Isocross is far north of that. All farther north, even frozen depths. Off the map or on it. Off the map. Fuck! We're going off the map, man. (laughs) Probably need a special boat for that. Some Mercer mystery. (laughs) Shit. All right, so uh, you guys managed to make your way back. You managed to recover your thirty gold from uh, from the dockmaster Podrin. Your, you get back to your ship, and uh, you, Caleb, hear the rest of your party return as the rest of the crew begins to prepare for setting sail off the dock. I go over to Caduceus and I pull him aside really quick. Oh. Hey, Cad. Um, I have a, I have a thought. Cool. Um, as you may have heard, I have now become first mate. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. People don't tell me those sort of things. Just no, really, no one told me. Oh, they you. might. I just might forget. Sure. Well, you may have already told me. With I that responsibility, um, I probably have. With that responsibility, um, started thinking about the crew, and you know, maybe maybe we haven't been treating them the best that we ha- we could be. That's, that's I, you know, I think, I think that's they're a okay. Estimation. I don't think that we're you know. Abusing them, but maybe neglecting them. Anyway, I got this extra bottle of mead for them, and I thought maybe with some of the stuff we got, maybe we could do like a nice dinner for them or something to just show our appreciation. I, I think that's a very good idea. I really don't want to get stabbed in the middle of the night. Is yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. So think it's a little bit still them. selfish, but um, really don't want to die by one of these fuckers. <laughs> sure, appreciation of these fuckers. You made Caduceus laugh. Oh no, it's not even me laughing. Uh, well, I, don't know, I can sing. think of I can think of worse plans than than a nice bottle of wine with a card uh-huh. that says "Please don't stab me in the middle of the night." Oh, a card! I didn't think. Do you think they'd appreciate that? I could write that down. Uh, yeah. No, actually, I think that maybe not giving them the idea in the first place might be a better. Well, yeah, I think I think also talking about uh, I think I think the big deal will be when we finally do find a little money, mm. making sure it spreads around a bit. Good call. But uh, bringing back some of the meat and uh, dispersing it amongst the crew is definitely a sign that we're probably going to do that when when we do. Mm-hmm. That is very astute of you. Thanks. I feel like a first mate should be astute. I have a confession. 
I don't know what astute means. I, I heard one of the crew use it, so I'm hoping that it means a good thing. Oh, yeah, it does. It okay. means you use it pretty correctly, I, I, I think. I was mirroring it, something yeah, somebody else said. You so. deductive reasoning, you got it. Nailed it, man. Yeah. Good work. Okay, I'm gonna go now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I start right. prepping the boat. All right. With that, as everyone gets to prepare, uh, Orly comes out from underneath the dock and turns to and goes, Mm, Captain. <laughs> Where about are we um, taking off towards? So. Navigator, set course for the Gravid Archipelago, Archipelago, Archipelagos. <laughs> it's Archipelago. Archipelago. And, uh, we'll go ahead and make sure we're heading that way. <clears throat> And he turns around to the rest of the crew, begins, you know, giving a couple orders, heading over and getting his map out, pull up the anchor, and slowly you guys begin to make your way out onto the Lucidian Ocean just as the sun begins to set. Now the sky itself has been pretty gray and you know cloudy, and you can you've been smelling the kind of the, the coming of weather. Uh, no more than 20 minutes after leaving, the rain begins. This is uh, fucking unexpected. Skies were pretty clear. Caduceus, mm. Caduceus knew that it was going to rain. Oh, that's one smart cow. Um, <laughs> all right. How's uh, how's Yasha? How she staring off into space or just doing stuff? <laughs> um, you, you've been, for most of this travel, um, you've kept just an aspect of your consciousness looking out for errant weather. Um, and there have been a few moments where some rains have come through, and a, that brief interaction with the, uh, the diver's grave in which a storm was conjured but it didn't have the same feel that you'd been hoping. This, whatever this, this draw was that drew you southward and to run into these friends again at the coast. Uh, as you begin to push further and further towards the direction of the storm, there's like a, an excitement in your belly that you can't describe. Cool. You're looking for a sign? I guess I'm always looking for a sign now. Me too. Yeah? Yeah. How did you know it was going to rain? I mean, other than the obvious gray skies. Oh, well, the skies were turning, the wind was coming in, and I, I honestly have to mention my knee hurts a little bit on the left side, usually about an hour beforehand. It was a thing my sister did uh, way uh, 25 seasons ago, give or take. She's a, she's a piece of work. She's great. So it just hurts when it gets cold, type of a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About usually half day before it rains. Well, that's a pretty great indication. Yeah. <laughs> As the rain begins to hit the deck itself, the endless patter of heavy droplets smattering against the dark wood, um, the winds begin to pick up a little bit, and some of the crew begins to look off, and you see a Marius glance off and go, uh, Captain, um, should we put up the storm sails? The wind's picking up a bit. Of course. 
Storm sails it is on the double. <laughs> so it takes them a little bit, but they end up. Uh, Why aren't they up already? They start taking that or, or, or diminishing the presence of the uh, regular sails and getting mm-hmm. getting smaller, more uh, durable, yeah, more durable sails pulled up in there. I, uh, uh, the I wind pay is attention. Or weather tolerant. Oh, yeah, you're probably helping them with it. They, they need, they need it's an all hands on deck thing to get this going quickly. Um, but with that, they're going to pull the sails into place and the wind immediately picks up again once the sails are back in. And the wind's starting to pick up a bit heavily. And uh, you see Orly kind of glancing over the edge, and this like large shell just kind of, you know, just slick with rain smattering against the backside of it as he turns around towards you and looks at you through the darkness. A little bit of light there is from uh, oil lanterns being held across the deck and turns. Captain, I think we're heading into a proper storm. Damn, could could you like be more ominous, Orly? Were you trying? Captain. He was trying. We're heading into a proper store. I don't know what's going on. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Smart ass. Orly, do you see any way around this storm or just through it? Uh, we can if we take a few more days to. Unacceptable. Push through. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> all right, everyone. All hands on oh, deck. What? Flashes of light over there. So, as everyone gathers to begin to ford out into the evening. Safe, practical, measured. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was almost almost like, uh, (laughs) Captain? That's an amazing list of things that you are not. Your nerves are slightly set on edge as you can see the distant flashes of lightning arcing from storm to ocean the heavy sheets of wind obscuring most of these bolts. And with that, the rain gets heavier and heavier. But Taking a big swing. I need you to go ahead, as the captain, go ahead and just roll a survival check for me, if you don't mind. I'll give you advantage on this. Okay. Oh, captain, my captain. Hey, before we go to the storm, you want to look in the, uh, the, the old, uh, the old uh, fate-changing thing? Yeah, I have advantage on it already. Mm-hmm. Fourteen. Well, that adds on to advantage. Oh, does it? Yeah, it acts as a luck point. It actually technically is a third die, but you've already rolled, so. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, good. Keeping it steady and going in, uh, the ship's handling it fine. The winds are heavy, but the repairs you made, thankfully, uh, have brought the ball eater uh, up, <laughs> up to a, a very, a very functional ship. Um, the crew is experienced, and now that they seem to be a little more comfortable under your leadership, and with the help of the rest of the party, and you guys have taken some time at sea to learn a number of skills that are helpful. Uh, your first bit of, of uh, evening travel into the storm seems to be going well. It goes on for a few hours. Uh, the storm doesn't seem to be getting worse necessarily, but it, you know, the waves are rocking quite a bit. Um, eventually, into the early hours of the morning, uh, Sleep is going to have to come to some of you at the very least. I definitely could use some sleep. All right, so you're going so to sleep. I'm going to go who's sleep staying, so I can who's get staying some proper. Up for how long to keep watch, or you can leave it to the crew. It's up to you. They're experienced, but you're the captain. No, I'll stay up. So you're staying up. And where are you staying? Uh, at the helm. At the helm. Yeah. All right, so you're staying there with Orly. Orly's staying with you. Anybody else? Do you need me to stay up, Captain? No, I'll get some rest. I might, might need it in a bit okay. when this dies down. Prepare some sailing spells. I'm okay. going to um, stand at the back of their boat. Okay, stand at the back of the boat. 
Okay. Everybody else sleeping? No, I'm going to stay up. Okay. Of course. All right. Uh, Just watch. Before I go to bed, I would like to talk to Jester. Go Unless for it. Jester is having some alone time, and it doesn't seem like it's the right time. No, no, I'm just, um, I just want to be able to control water if something happens, you know? Oh, you're here keeping watch. It's a good call, actually. Gonna stay up much longer? Well, depends on the storm, I guess. Yeah. Motion sick? Mm. I'm okay. The wood is creaking with each shift of the boat as the waves tend to climb higher and higher, occasionally <laughs> slamming into a valley between. It's a it kind of feels like a carnival ride. It's a little spooky, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun though. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, listen, I just wanted to talk to you for a moment. I'm not really good at this sort of thing, but, um, you know, about what you said last night. Mm-hmm. Um, about, uh, about being a, a good liar. Mm-hmm. Y- you're right. You, you really are a good liar. Thanks, Bo. Yeah. Um, I think it takes one to know one. And I, I think being a liar means when I know you're not. Does that make sense? Yes. And and when you are. Look, I, I um. We all get sad. I just want you to know that, and um, I haven't told you really any of this, but I also had kind of a lonely childhood. So, um, yeah, I didn't have a lot of friends. My father was very protective because of certain things that he believed. And um, so I wasn't allowed to have a lot of friends. Really, any friends. You could have used the traveler in your life, too, then. Maybe. Maybe I would have turned out a little bit more like you. <laughs> I, I admire that in you. You know, in my loneliness, I, um, I just got angry and turned to bad things. But in your loneliness, you turned to creativity and I think that's beautiful. I really do. I'll tell you a secret. Okay. Sometimes I'm angry too. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen you angry. It's a sight to behold. I'd like to see it someday. <laughs> someday. I'm sure you will. And I'll be Proud of that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, I know you like to look for friends, and yeah, I don't know if I'm like best friend material. That might be like a lot of commitment, especially with my commitment of being first mate. Um, 
It's a really big, yeah. You it's already have a lot on your job. plate. It really is, you know. So, um, but um, you know, you don't you don't have to look far for a friend. Anyway, uh, I'll leave you to I give her a hug from behind as she's walking away. <laughs> I'll go back from behind. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Love you, Jess. I love you too. Don't stay up too late. Okay. Now, as the rest of you are enduring the chaos of the rains above, keeping focused, focused and keeping it steady, it's exhausting. Both the attention required for you specifically and the hour being late. Thankfully, you slept in, so you, you, you can go on for quite some time. You, Yasha, kind of standing. Where on the ship are you standing? Um, anywhere where I can be helpful, helping Ford, if they need help with the lines. The lines uh, seem to be okay. Uh, Ford's at the helm with uh, Orly, so they're both kind of towards the back. Okay. Um, I just want to stay anywhere on the boat where the storm is most visible, so I guess. Probably closer to the bow with the foremast. That's where I'll be. Okay. So, in keeping this going, uh, do you head back up to help Ford, or are you heading to rest as well? I had to rest. You gave me permission to. All right. Um, it's hypnotic, the sound of rain. The movement of the waves, and the flashes of light, and the rolling of thunder. You kind of grab the edge of the rail of the bow, looking out straight into the storm that you're passing into. And it's just a blur of light and movement and darkness. The horizon beyond your vision is obscured, and it feels like you're just riding this into a tumultuous sky. and begin to fall into a trance. Your eyes closing for about a second. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. That's crazy. In a few minutes. Um, in the meantime, we do have our fantastic Wormwood giveaway from our friends at Wormwood. Uh, this is an awesome holly inlaid Ooh. dice vault with Burmese sal burl wood with like a red interior. This is a gorgeous fucking piece. That looks like dessert. Oh, and it feels nice. I kind of want to keep it, but no, this has to go to one of you, lucky winners. Um, so you have to move over uh, to the Critical Role uh, Twitch chat at twitch.tv slash Critical Role to enter during the break. You can jump on back to Geek and Sundry after. Um, but uh, the keyword tonight is holiday. So uh, go ahead and put holiday once in the chat, more than once, you'll be disqualified. Um, exactly. We'll have one lucky winner when we return uh, from the US or Canada, excluding Quebec, as you know. But uh, yes, we'll be back shortly, and we'll see you then. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we're often told that talking about our emotions can be dramatic, unnecessary, or unproductive. But in actuality, when you repress negative feelings, it can be extremely taxing on the brain, so much so that it impairs logical, productive decision-making. 
Uh, listen, I, I am proof of this. I often am very overwhelmed when I look at my calendar and see a long, never-ending list of things to do, and I can just feel my brain wanting to shut down and telling me not to do any of it. But the minute I start to talk to someone about my stress and I can brainstorm the best order to go about my day, my task paralysis starts to disappear. So if there is something taxing on your mind that you need to try and talk out, Try BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is entirely online, making it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And to get started, you just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Critical Role. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. In the business world, we often hear expressions like, time is money, and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. NetSuite.com slash Critical Role. We interrupt this Critical Role podcast network broadcast to bring you news of dangerous treasures that lie sealed within the Critical Role shops. Only the hardiest of adventurers should dare seek them out. In all seriousness, though, I'm Matthew Mercer, and we've made some very cool things that we really like and hope you will, too. If you'd like to support the show, please consider visiting any of our Critical Role online shops through the shop tab at critroll.com and see if anything catches your eye. Okay, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. So, before we get back into it, the winner of our fantastic Rumble giveaway tonight is Corey T. Hall. Corey, Corey T. Hall, congratulations. We'll get that sent to you ASAP. I know, there wasn't a single dick joke in that name. Congratulations. Where'd you grab that first? Like, not Corey T. Hall 6, or, you know. Get right in there. Corey T. Hall. Hold on. So, as the rest of you are currently either focused on helping on the ship itself, or are down below deck 
resting, sleeping, or concentrating on whatever is needed. Thousand. Oh, you're just you're saying you're, just you're down there. Doing things with flourish, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. It's important. It's nice important. If anyone's ever put that. Thank <laughs> you. As the as the sound of the storm and the movement of the ship begins to lull you into this trance, your your lids grow heavier and heavier, and as your fingers just tighten and clasp the edge of the bow, your vision goes dark. And you're kneeling. You open your eyes, and you're you're cleaning a fox you hunted and pulled from the nearby brush. You look across the surrounding Iothia moorland, the sheen of the shallow pools dotting the flat swamp brush landscape, the grays and browns of the valley beneath the clouded skies that raised you. This is the home you knew. The muted colors are comforting. You hear a voice shouted at a distance. Yasha! You turn and see the rest of your hunting party of the Dolorav tribe. Walking towards you, dirty and smiling, is Zuala. Her leather marked with mud, her brown eyes barely visible under her tangled hair. That's a hearty fox for one. Care to share it? The warmth in your chest fills you. It's a flash of lightning behind you. And in that instant, you see Zuala, fleshless and bone, then darkness once more. Another subtle flash, but blue and muted. Another. A roiling ball of storm clouds grows before you in this veil of shadow, swelling as the interior sparks and flashes with light intensely, and they occur more and more rapidly as this sphere of roiling storm grows and swells. You sense something contacting you, and while it isn't speaking with words, you interpret it through language, through your mind. Loss. Loss is excruciating. Loss is paralyzing. Loss is inevitable. Loss can bring sorrow, bring hate, bring cruelty and darkness. Another bright flash. You see a muddied field of burning huts. Corpses lie at your feet, your blade bloodied. A figure turns to you, eyes aglow with yellow, their deep red skin and hooked horns peeking from beneath their folded wings. Their smile curls open. Your anger is beautiful to behold, Orphan Maker. Another flash. Only the rolling storm remains. The thoughts return. This voice coalesces into more of a, an actual throaty, deep timber. Loss can instead teach you what is important. 
It offers perspective. It offers focus. Might. The courage to protect what has not yet been lost. To be alone. To push others away can prevent loss, but it also prevents growth, strength, purpose. How much, how many will you lose until you find your strength? The thunder gets louder and louder, cutting through the veil. You find your consciousness tug at your mind, and slowly you begin to shake out of this fugue state, the sound of muffled rain once again growing loud around you, the cold sensation of it dripping through your armor, another crack of thunder. As the dream begins to fade, the voice says, show me. Show me what is important, what is worth protecting. This storm was birthed only for you. Your eyes flicker wide, and you're back on the edge of the ship. Wave hits the bow of the ship once more. You hold tight, your hair slicked down across your face as you look up, and with that, a single bolt strikes down, slamming into the front of the ship, where you expect to see splintered wood and fire. Instead, there is just a darkened spot, the impact muted. What you see there instead, a creature. A man-like shape made of crackling blue energy. It stands your height, vaguely human form shifting with unstable power. Suddenly, two vibrant wings of lightning open from its back like an angel. Front of your body. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go, let's go. All right. Uh, that is going to be a 16 to hit. What's your armor class? 14. 14. All right. As it claws across the front of your body, its hand seems to almost pass through the resistance to the armor for but a minute before you feel the shock to your system. As it arcs through, you feel the lightning pulse through your body. You suffer eight points of bludgeoning damage plus five points of lightning damage. Would we have seen the lightning hit the ship? You were below deck, and no, there... I'm, I'm on. I'm upstairs. I'm oh, you're upstairs. Just, yeah. oh. Control water. You guys watched uh, a bolt of light strike down towards the ship. All you see is this kind of faint, dull glow, like a moat of energy that's just kind of rolling around. Make a history check. Me? Yes. <clears throat> Ooh, uh, six, uh, 16. 16. You've heard tales of something called ball lightning. 
you know, bits of storm matter that just kind of scatters across. It's usually innocuous, and people that either watch it fizzle out or uh, get you know, thrown overboard. It usually happens in the cusp of a storm, and you just watch it kind of dance along the vicinity of Yasha. But that's not what you see. I need you to roll in this Advantage now. Oh, fuck. Ten. Ten, all right. It's going first. <laughs> My little fucking initiative. <laughs> so, as you reel from it, kind of reaching back for your blade, the creature just seems to be intent on you. Its form seeming to shift and bend with the wind and the rain. It's going to reach out towards you for two more strikes. That is going to be uh, 13 to hit. 14. 14. Uh, and that's going to be a 16 to hit. That hits. Uh, that is going to be five points of bludgeoning damage and two points of light. Seven total? Okay. It's your turn. Okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to, uh, now that I know this is not who I thought it was, um, I'm going to rage. I would like to rage. (laughs) And in that rage, I'm going to unfurl my wings. Yes! Yes! Right, wing fight. Oh, shit. So. As your skeletal wings flare out from under your back, your hair blown up from the wind and the impact of the wings just flying out from underneath the shawl, um, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw, I believe. Charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. That is a six. There's no bonus. So, it is afraid of you for how long? This is uh, one minute. Okay, let's go. All right. Does it get to save at the end of its turn, or is it just afraid? Um, hold on. Let's put it on. Be frightened of me until the end of the next turn. Okay, got so. you. Oh, and then it lasts for a minute if you do the extra damage. So once during each of your turns, you deal extra necrotic damage to one target that when you do damage to it, it equals your level. So you do an extra seven points of necrotic damage Whoa. once per turn to it. Mm. Keep that in mind. Okay. Okay. So, that's the end of the round. You guys look over and watch as Yasha at the end, kind of this, this moat of lightning dancing around her, kind of rolling across, but slightly hovering above the surface of the boat's deck. You watch as suddenly she unleashes her fallen form, the wings rising up. Other members of the crew that are holding down the rope see this and kind of like take a step back, not entirely familiar with this appearance. Steady! Steady! And only within 10 feet. Correct. Oh, they're they're not frightened of you. Okay. They're just really spooked. Okay. For good reason. By the reveal. Yeah. it's going to go ahead and swirl around you. You see, it suddenly it seems to move with pulses of, of energy, with a, with an unnatural speed. Whips to the opposite side. Is going to attempt to try and slash into the lower back. 
Um, oh, that's going to be a, a nine and a twenty-one to hit. Okay, that one hits. Okay, uh, that's going to be uh, eight points of bludgeoning damage, reduced to four because you're raging. Yep. Raging. Plus four points of lightning damage. Okay. Oh god, I've lost count. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It has dis it has disadvantage in the attacks. You need to roll that, that other attack again. Okay, it still hits. Because it's a frightened of you. Uh, 71. You were at minus 12. seven. I think you're because the agent was yeah, seven, yeah. so I think you're. Yeah. And it's going to go ahead and attempt. To attempt to move away from you. Um, can I try and grab it? Attempt to. I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you grapple as a reaction, sure. I'll, I'll grapple as a reaction. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, well, I'll do so it. It's an athletics check for you, because you're raging, it's at the advantage. That's right. Okay. Uh, with advantage? Uh, 22. Yeah, it's staying. So you reach out and your hand passes partly through it and it goes numb, the field of sparkling energy, kind of like lightly electrifying the, the, the skin around your hand. But you manage to get hold of something. It's, it's, it's not solid matter, but something. And as it tries to move away, you can just keep it there, buried in place. Okay. That ends its turn, it's your go. All right, I'm going to take out my sword. Okay. And I'm going to attack it. Go for it, you got two attacks. <laughs> yeah, come on, come on. Okay, that's uh... Okay. That's oh, wow. Okay. Is this reckless or not? <laughs> oh, shit, sorry. No, I'll take the first roll. Sorry, sorry. Uh, well, you don't have to, yeah, I know. Uh, no, are you doing this no, reckless or not? Reckless, no. Um, 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 it was 21. 21 hits. Yeah, okay. So I'll take out my sword and I'll attack. Let's Go for see. it. So describe to me your attack as you're holding it with one hand and pulling the blade out. So you're not going anywhere. And I'll attack. What, what is she doing? What is Yasha doing? You're watching her kind of just like reaching out and grabbing this small sphere of sparkling energy. She grasps it, grabs her blade, and just strikes through it with both hands, arcing downward. Because you do have two hands, you'd lose the grapple because it's a two-handed weapon. Okay, that's fine. But you also have Sentinel, so oh, wow. if it tries to get away, you can just hit it. Jeez, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Plus your rage damage. 23. 23, woo! That yeah. plus the seven? Yeah. Oh, plus the seven? No. Plus the so seven points per round. 30 points of damage. Yeah, yeah that's first attack. Wow, mm. second attack. Jeez Louise. Okay. Don't you get two attacks? You get two attacks every turn. Okay. <laughs> I know it's been a while, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 2d6 on the second one. 2d6 on the second one, okay. Yeah. I know you forgot your sheet. So. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, 12. 12 does not hit. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. no, no, no. Oh, my yeah. god, I have to roll again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know you're nervous. Oh, it's I'm all good. sorry, I'm so it's nervous. Good. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> um, that does not hit. What was it? It was a, a two plus. No, I'm afraid that's yeah. not. All right, so 
This the first swing strikes through. You watch the spark kind of like flash with energy for a second. The second swing just goes wide. It kind of moves around, kind of zigzagging as it curls around her. Uh, so you want to do anything, or are you just watching? Uh, no, I, I want to run forward. Okay, so you start. You rush over in the direction of where she is in this entity. Yasha, do you need help? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to, no. <laughs> it's back to its turn. Okay. Okay, right there in front of you, it's going to go ahead and attempt to use anger of the tempest. You watch as as it as it pulls back from you. It's no longer frightened of you. It, it goes from its defensive position to leaning in towards you, and it looks up to the sky. And as a moment, you this there's a slight smell of burnt hair that kind of catches your nose before a bolt of lightning arcs from the sky and slams into you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. You do have advantage on this. Yes, I have advantage on. Okay, so that's. Uh... Fifteen. Mm, Fifteen does not make it. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's a lot. Oh, dear. oh god, that's a lot. Okay, you take twenty-three points of lightning damage, and as the bolt hits you, your whole upper torso goes numb. Your fingers aren't responding, and you drop your sword. <gasps> To the ground, and the creature bends down and picks it up <sighs> and holds it up, just looking right at you. Doesn't move. It Your has, turn. It has to move. Isn't it frightened? Not anymore. Oh, and frightened right. doesn't force you to move. Not you just can't get closer. Oh shit! It's your turn. Okay. Um. That looked like it hurt. Do you want to be healed? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> a little lower than I thought I would be. Um, can I try to grapple again and try to get my sword back? You can use an attack to try and disarm it if you'd like. Okay, I'd like to try and disarm. Okay, make another athletics check. Have advantage of him because you're raging here. 21. Ooh, yeah. 21. No. <gasps> it had a, it had a uh, plus three and rolled a 13, so 16. Yes. Oh, so no, it didn't. Oh, oh, oh. No, it did not succeed. So as, as it pulls back, attempting to go ahead and use the magician's judge against you, you reach forward and grab it, and for a moment you're both struggling back and forth, yeah. and you manage to rip it from its hand, its fingers actually evaporating as you rip it from its form Ooh. and kind of reform. Where they were previously, the energy is still arcing around it, and you watch as it kind of moves around to almost try and move to your flank, and you shift around to face it. Um, you have your other attack if you'd like. Yes. Oh no! I forgot to reckless. Can you call out reckless? I'm forgetting everything. Beforehand, yeah. You have to call it out beforehand. That's called your turn, yeah. Um, Eleven. 11 does not hit. She goes wide. Unfortunately, your body's still numb from the impact of the lightning bolt. Uh, you kind of reel from it angrily. Um, that finishes your turn? Yeah. Can I heal her? Do you want to get involved? Uh, yeah. I roll initiative. Oh, I just want to heal her. Oh, I rolled really low. Six. Six. 
Uh, Yasha, your initiative was? 10. 10, 10. 10 yes, you're yeah, 10. All right. Okay. Jester, you can you can go. I'll let you in. Okay, I'm just going to run up and like, go, Kipfire, you're doing great! And I'm going to touch her on my cast. Level 3 care wounds. Go for it. Oh, yeah, 15, 16, uh, 20 points of healing. Oh, shit, okay. I'll take it. As Jester touches you and the healing goes through the entity before you, its eyes flare with intense energies, glaring right at Jester, and you watch as it swells to twice its size with her presence arriving. Jester, get the hell out of there! I didn't know, I was trying to help! Can I get it to happen, or did it just look like a ball to me? Uh, you watch this thing all of a sudden just get brighter and, and more intense. You don't know what that means, but top of the round, it's turn. It's going to go ahead and take two more strikes at you. Uh, let me see if it gets its lightning back. Lightning back? Nope. No lightning back. All right. It's going to go ahead and make two more strikes at you, Yasha. Okay, okay. Ooh. Uh, that's going to be a 20 and a 21. Yeah, both hit. All right, the first one comes at you with uh, 10 points of uh, bludgeoning damage, reduced to five, and five points lightning damage, so 10 total. The other strike, 11 points of bludgeoning damage, reduced to five, and then three points of lightning damage. Eight. Thanks. No, I would have been, I would have been under. Okay, my turn. So, but it appears to be Growing in size. Shit! Fuck! Shit! Shit! It's your turn, Yasha. Okay. I'm going to attack again. Out of sleep, How are you attacking with it? What are you doing in the, to, to attack it? Um, I'm whipping around you. She's hitting you anyway, you might as well do it because you'll get reckless back. Yeah. But. Um, I'm just going to try to uh, try to see if there's a vital that I can get to um, anywhere. If he's How much bigger than me is he? Right now, he's considered a large creature, so he's about five feet taller than you. Mm. You just see only like a, maybe a three-foot sphere going in its space. Okay, okay I'm going to try to go the for the, uh, the the big artery in the in the. Uh, All right, so yeah. you swing, kind of coming down for where the leg is. Okay. Reckless. Yeah. I did reckless. Yeah. yeah. Um. 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 Eighteen. Eighteen hits and roll damage. Three. Oh, not as good. Okay. Plus seven still? Or that was a one time? No, every turn you do it once, plus seven. Okay, so, uh, um, I'm sorry this is taking me so long. Uh, 19. 19 points of damage in the first strike. Carves through the center of its leg area. You watch as the energy dissipates. The leg goes and kind of vanishes. And now it's kind of hovering lightly with the other leg below it. And you see kind of energy sparking around with the legs reforming. <sighs> okay. Um, what are you doing with your second attack? Yeah. It's badass in the rain. Do I, since I have Reckless, I can still continue to do it? Reckless for all your attacks this turn, yeah. Sorry, guys, okay. Um, um, 19. 19 hits, yeah. roll damage a second time. Fuck. 10. 10 points of damage. She struck it again with the blade. It seems to shrug it off. It seems to be hardier than it was when you started this fight. Mm -hmm. Sorry. 
So. What, anything else you're doing on your turn? Do you have any bonus actions? You've been adding your seven Necrotic. points of damage. Yeah. 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 You have one healing. But I didn't get. No, I didn't get. Do I? I only get it once. I don't get the the necrotic damage also on the second. Both strikes. Both strikes. Yeah. Oh, okay, so. Wait, the, did, with the necrotic damage? For divine fury. Oh, divine fury, you get it once per turn. Yeah, yeah. No, but the sword has necrotic, right? Or for your shroud. The necrotic damage from your shroud also happens once per turn. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just once. Okay. Sounds good. Um, oh fuck, I don't know what to do, because I feel like I have to fight this thing on my own. Do you have a bonus action? You have a bonus action, you haven't done anything. Um, um, um. Features and traits. Oh yeah, what? Check your features and traits. Be uh, <laughs> It's all pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Is that your turn? Yeah, it's my turn. All right, I Jester. Mean, you're up. I mean, should I do anything? What are you doing, Jester? I mean, I guess I'm going to back away from it since I made it worse. Okay. How far do you back away? 10 feet. Okay, you back away 10 feet. Sorry. Didn't mean to join anything and just didn't know what's going on here. <laughs> okay. It looks pretty crazy. As Jester backs away, top of the round, it's now the Entity's turn. It's going to go ahead, well first we see if it gets its, gets its lightning back. It's going to first attempt to move away from you. It's going to hover away, and actually begin to rise up in the air. You do get an attack of opportunity towards it. Yes, okay. Is that not? Uh, it is not reckless, though, because it's only on your turn, I believe. Thirteen. Thirteen misses. The swing goes wide and it hovers 15 feet up, kind of near the mast where the where the, where the lower uh, 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 sail is. Kind of hovers up in the space and looks up in the air once more as it its electrified wings kind of unfurling. Its arm goes up as it stares down at you. You can see these large blue sparks where its eyes would be as it pulls its arm down. <laughs> the bolt strikes down, slams into you once more, making another dexterity saving throw okay. with advantage. Um, 20 total. That succeeds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> so you take 13 points of lightning damage, and you do not drop your weapon. You shrug off the numbness from the impact, but it is 15 feet above you. Oh, fuck. Which is out of your melee range. Okay. It's just kind of hit up near the, uh, the sail on the mast. Okay. It's your turn. Um. I call out to the Stormlord. What do you want me to do? Did you wait for a response? Yes. No response, just the sound of thunder and lightning rolling. Okay, I move closer to it. How do you move closer to it? It Is it just directly above me? It's kind of above and back, like up up by the, the mast and the sail. About 15 feet above you. This is so stressful when it's about you. Can you fly? <laughs> Not with the wings, no. no. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to try to climb up. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're designed for climbing. So you go ahead and, and as it's up in the air, you rush over to the mast and climbing your way up, you kind of get to the edge and there is where the sail is in the side and you're kind of holding onto it off the point. You manage to get within melee range of it. But you've used your action to call out the Storm Lord, so. 
okay. and waiting for the response. Okay. But you're now adjacent to it. Okay. So All right. I'll just keep my sword at the ready. Okay. Jester, do you, do you move further away, get closer, Rient? What are you doing? I'm just gonna. Um... Yasha, what do you want me to do? I don't know. Just stay safe. Ah! I just back up a couple, back up ten more feet. Okay, back up <laughs> more feet. Next round, you watch its physical size reduce. It shrinks back down to its original form, matching yours one to one. As it just floats there, its electrical wings, not flapping, but just kind of arced and held aloft to each of its sides. On its turn, it does not get its lightning back. It's going to attempt to strike at you twice as it rushes you towards the mast, trying to knock you off. The first one's going to be a shove attack to try and knock you off the mast. That's a natural one. No, uh, it goes to shove towards you, and you just pull in, and it zips past. Uh, at that point, it comes back around to try and claw at you with its other hand. That's going to be a twenty to hit. That hits. That is uh, another. Yeah, that's uh, five points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. It would be ten, but it's reduced to five. Okay. And then four points of lightning damage. And it's going to attempt to move up further away from you. It'll get even further up and away from the masthead. So make another attack of opportunity if you'd like. Wait. Just one. Still? Just one? Just one. Well, the first one was good. Um, 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 uh, uh, 21 again. 21 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. And because of your sentinel feet, you prevent it from moving. Yes, you dropped their speed to zero. Sentinel bitches. Fucking hang around. Um, ten. Ten points of damage. As you arc past with your blade and striking it, it kind of attempting to move away. You watch as its midsection separates, and the lower legs just kind of fizzle out and no longer exist. And suddenly, its lower part of its torso, torso kind of flickers, and then grows two new legs made of pure electrical energy. But you can see as the winds kind of blowing by, your hair being thrown past your shoulders, the rain beating down on your face as you're holding onto the side of the mast, kind of leaning your arm in and then striking with your two-handed sword best you can. It can't seem to find its way beyond your reach. Now it's your turn. Okay, I'm going to try to take my blade and put it through its torso. Okay, um, I'm going to say because of the rain, the new last round. But as you're now up in this this area, kind of holding on. While also striking it, you know, disadvantage in the attacks because it is a two-handed weapon. Okay, okay, okay. Come but on. if you make it reckless, it's a straight roll. Oh yeah, reckless, reckless. All right. Okay, 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 okay. That's. Um, 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 eighteen. Eighteen hits. Oh, yes. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, okay, okay. Three of them. Oh, that's good. Okay. Nineteen. Um, um, nine, oh, I'm sorry. Twenty-five. Twenty-five points of damage to as it arcs past. You see one of the wings kind of get shaved off and falls and sputters and turns to just particle sparks before vanishing into the storm. The wing begins to flicker to regrow itself. You have your second attack. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so reckless. Yeah. Well, so reckless, reckless is preventing okay. the disadvantage. Okay. So that doesn't hit. 
What'd you, what'd you roll? A three plus a three. No. nine. This one unfortunately goes wide, but the second strike as your arms looped through the mass trying to hold on, this time the other wing manages to flicker in and it just ducks out of the way. Jester, staying out or coming? All right. Back to the top of the round. The creature now, see the storm growing heavier and heavier around. The rain now is is coming in heavy sheets across the deck. The crew's yelling off. You you hear the shouting of the crewmen trying to keep the sails uh, from tearing. Uh, you hear Ford shouting orders to them from behind, but the words aren't reaching you. It's just noise, lost in the wind and the sound of the storm around you. It's going to attempt, well, let's see. You can do it, Yasha! Okay. It does get its lightning strike back. As you're up there holding the mast, kind of knowing it's coming, as the creature kind of puts its hands up, the bolt strikes down once more, slamming to you and the mast. I need you to make another dexterity saving throw. No, we just got that repaired. Advantage. Advantage. Thanks. Eleven. Come on, come on! It wasn't a great roll, so you're lucky on that. That's 13 points of lightning damage. Oh my god. I'm still standing. (laughs) But you drop your sword. Okay. Which falls. Ting, 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 ting. Onto the ground. That's its turn. What are you doing, Yasha? Oh my god! Okay, okay, okay. Um. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Okay. Um. How far away is it from you on that mast? Yeah. How? Far, uh, yeah. Uh, it's five feet from you. It hasn't hasn't pulled away. You've prevented it from leaving, but it did manage to knock the weapon out of your hand. Is there anything in his in the torso? Uh, like. In the, there's. The energy that seems to create it is like this field of electricity, um, but you do see there's, there's the, two, the bright points where its eyes are that are like these two beacons <laughs> of intense electrical energy and a faint kind of heart-like glow that emanates from the center of its torso. But it's ma- the whole thing is made of energy from different intensity levels that almost give variations to colors of blue and white. Okay. I want to try to grab it again. Okay. Grab it from the inside. Okay. And try to pull it off of the mast. Make an athletics check. You do not have disadvantage on this. You have advantage because of your. I have advantage? Because you're raging still. Okay, that's right. That's Both the same. 12. Cocked again. Okay. 12? Yeah. It's a 16. You try and reach out for it and just manages to duck out of the way. You have a second attack. Are you doing another grapple or are you. I'm going to try to do another grapple. Go for it. With advantage, because you're 22. Yeah, it does not succeed on that. As it ducks past the one, you reach out, kind of getting to the limits of your arm reach from the edge of the mass, and as you do, your hand kind of plunges into its chest. Once again, you feel. Off of of the mast? Uh, Next turn. Okay, okay, okay. If you can keep it up. Okay. All right. So as you're holding it there and it's grappled, its strength is zero. Uh, as your, your hand is like plunged about two or three inches into its the energy field that is its torso, you can feel your fingers vibrating with energy, and it hurts. It hurts, but you just grit your teeth. 
glaring past, you can hear the waves crashing around you. The ship itself is rocking with heavy momentum, but you're just focused at the moment. On its turn, uh, it's going to attempt to try and attack you. Uh, that is a natural one. Okay. You are a lucky son, but the second one is going to be. Uh, it's a 13 again. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yay. Yeah, 13. Oh, man. Okay. Um, oh. Does not get sliding back. That would have been good to roll for. All right. Okay, um, my turn? Okay, I want to keep holding and I want to try to squeeze even harder whatever it is that I'm holding mm -hmm. onto and try to yank down and take us off of the, off of the, uh... Make a shrink check. The miast. Oh my god! Uh-uh. Do I roll again? You advantage, advantage, advantage! Fuck, I'm sorry, I'm sorry! With the raging, it's okay. Uh, 16. 16, you begin to pull and it's giving, it's giving, and you watch as you're, as you're yanking, its wings are kind of flickering and sputtering, and its arms are kind of reaching up to grab yours, and its eyes that have been intensely burrowed towards you begin to go wide. Okay, I'm going to keep trying. going to use your second attack to I'm try I'm going to keep trying to pull. to pull whatever that is. All right, make another strength check with, adva with advantage. Okay. 17. 17. As you pull it from the chest, the body flickers out, and you're falling. The momentum pulling you off the mast, and you plummet 15 feet, I slamming on the deck. I run forward, I see her falling, I run forward and try to cast Cure you Wounds. take five points of bludgeoning damage from the impact, reduced to three, reduced to two because of the, the rage. <laughs> but you crack onto, the, uh, onto the, the hard wood of the dock, of the deck. I am at one hit point. Oh! No fucking way! Yes, fucking way. <laughs> what <laughs> is the <laughs> deal? Okay, I'm is just laying there and I'm holding it. I look under. Are you okay? I don't know. What did you do? I don't know. Well, am I still holding it? Uh, I mean, your, your fingers are, are buzzing. Holding? You look and there's nothing there. See that thing? I saw a ball of light. I saw you fall off the mast. You didn't see any creature or anything? Just, just like a big ball of lightning stuff. Your your sword fell down. Here. I was I was fighting something, it was a creature. What did it look like? And then it got small and then cure it would get wounds, big again. Cure wounds, cure wounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It was like a, it was winged and it had red eyes and it looked like a, it was a ball of lightning. What do you think it meant? I don't know, I was just standing in front of the ship and I, I had, I had a, a vision of home and, and, and then I, I woke up, and then the lightning struck, and, it, and when it came down, it was the creature. And it only wanted to fight you? I guess if you didn't even see it. I, I 
thought I, I grabbed something out of it, and I guess it was its heart, and it's. And now it's gone. Yasha, this is really important. Okay. Well, maybe I need to think on this a little bit more. We should talk to Caduceus. Yeah? Mm, he has really good insight. Plus, he makes good tea. It will make you feel better. <laughs> Jester, what's going on down there? Um, Yasha fought the ball of lightning, but everything's okay. She's good. We're going to get some tea, though. <laughs> I'm okay. The mast looks like it maybe got burned a little again. <laughs> maybe see to the repairs first before you get your fucking tea. Why don't you stop being a dick? I might crawl up and cast mending on the sail. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're healed 14 yeah. points. Oh. Because the lightning mostly impacted Yasha, the damage was minimal to the mast, thankfully. Good. If she had actually, uh, if she had succeeded on her save, um, mm. oh, wait, oh wait, no, wait, no, it was the, she you succeeded did. the last. She did succeed. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, no. the so the mess is, is, is a little damaged, but with, with immediate mending, I'll say you can undo it a little bit. Plus I've got, I'm the carpenter, I'm one of the carpenters. So sure. I've got extra skills. Great band. <laughs> um, I'm going to go talk to Caduceus. Yeah. Okay. Mm. As you... Continue to help keep this ship going through the middle of the storm. <laughs> you make your way below deck and find Conduces in his chamber. Hey, Caduceus. Mm. Hey. Um. Did you get hit by lightning? <laughs> yes. Uh, wow! Wow! Hold on! Oh man! Sorry, that's just, just, oh, that's okay. It's not a good smell. No, that's nice. It's uh, it's fresh. Hold on. Let's do something about that. I'm just gonna do a quick another cure wounds at, at a ridiculous level. Uh, let's do it at third. Let's give you another three d eight plus five just to just to get that going. What happened? Well. I was, oh, that would have been nice. <laughs> 21. Okay. Um, I was at the bow of the boat and I was trying to connect with the Storm Lord. Um, just, just, I don't know. And I ended up getting a vision. You got a sign. I think I did. I mean, I'm, yeah, that's a sign. You, uh, yeah, you got you got hit. You're you're pretty fried. I'm pretty fried. <laughs> I fought something though. It was uh, lightning that came down and then turned into uh, a creature. Did it? Did uh, I don't know how to make this sound. Normal. Did it know you? Did it feel like it was there for you? Yes. Well, somebody's paying attention. 
Congratulations. Ah, probably need some food. Where's your sword? That's a... It's you. That's amazing. Well, now that you uh, <coughs> seem to have the Stormlord's attention, now what? I think I just need to keep trying to find him. I mean, I guess he's found me, but... Well, now what? That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to, I'm going to go back upstairs. Well, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll go to the kitchen and start to put a kettle on. Let's. Uh, I think sometimes, uh, sometimes you running towards something so fast that you don't remember why you're running in the first place. Uh, I've had some moments like like that with these people. Uh, a couple times, I felt uh, uh, distant from what's important, uh, and recently I've been thinking about uh, this river in the northern forest. It's not a big river, but you can watch the river, and every year it's a little different. And there's a uh, we used to make little leaf boats and put them down and make them watch them. And no matter, every year it was a different path, but it's all going to end up in the ocean eventually. Mm. I think that you're going to be ending up in your destination real soon. I think we're barreling toward it. Congratulations. I'm going to go make tea. Ugh. I'm going to go make tea. Since it was your vision, if you wish to look over the words that were told to you, keep that for your. Okay. Clues. Clues and clues and beans and beans. Look at the first letter of every word. And then take those and arrange them. Let's get some lemon juice and a candle. I go back upstairs. To the dock, or to the deck? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to sit outside stuff. Okay. You make your way back up. Is it peaceful? <laughs> uh, it's still raining, it's but the, the storm's ferocity seems to have slowly diminished. It's still a storm. Less steady! <laughs> <laughs> but you seem to have come through the, the bulk of, of its Intensity and danger, and from your experience, knowing you're probably starting to come out the other end. It'll be a few more hours affording this, but I'm getting pretty exhausted. I may, uh, I may send uh, Orly or someone else below decks to go wake up Bo. Bo. Okay, uh, Orly stays, but sends Marius to go ahead and sure. wake Bo. Comes back up, and she's in in in, uh, in his wake. What's up? Yeah, we're uh, we're through the worst of it. Listen, if for some reason Yasha comes back up and starts swinging at a bunch of balls of light on the front of the ship, just don't get involved. I'm going to sleep. What? Not just going. Okay. 
I'm so tired. Thank you. Could you just? Wow, the ship's name makes sense now. The Ball Eater. Mm. Oh, yeah. The Eater of Balls. And also, our captain also eats balls. Everybody. You see, it's just now, I, I feel better about the whole. It's a good name. It works out. You feeling any better, Yasha? I guess so. I, I, I'm I, just trying to make sense of all this still. And <coughs> I feel like uh, I had some visions of home that made me very happy and sad at the same time. But it must all mean something. What made you leave in the first place? Um. It had to be scary, right? If that's all you'd ever known. Yeah, I. I had to leave. Why? Um. I did something that, uh. I did something that, that, um wasn't the right thing to do, according to my tribe. You can see what it is. I won't tell anyone. Um, in my tribe, uh, it's, uh, we have a matriarch of the, of the tribe, the champion, and her name is the Sky Spear. Wow, that's a cool name. Mm. And, when you become a part of the tribe, you you take a blood oath and you get a name. And I was given the name Orphan Maker. And when you become a part of the tribe, as time goes on, you are given a mate. I fell in love with someone else that was not chosen for me. And we got married privately. You got married, Yasha? I did. But they found out and Punishment for that is death. And they killed her. And I ran away. So I. Coward, I guess. Yasha, you're not a coward. Oh, you're one of the bravest people I've ever met. Thank you, Jester. But in our tribe, you, uh, 
when you get married, it's for life, so. Uh, even if she's gone, she always, she'll always be mine. What was her name? Her name was Zuela. That's a really beautiful one. Yeah. But I, uh, I left and I'm sure they were coming after me and I got into the wastes of, of Jorhas and something, something happened. There's time that I cannot account for. I was out there for months by myself and it seemed like I woke up months later and I looked different and I felt different. And I woke up at an altar of the Storm Lord. And he saved me. For what yet, I don't know. But hopefully, hopefully I can be a a better champion for him. And fulfill whatever purpose that he has for me. Did he heal your heart? Or are you still sad? I don't know if my heart could ever be healed, but I'm okay with that. I feel like if it were put back together, then that means Suala would be gone. But I know one day I want to go back there and I don't know where she was buried, but that's, I have so many flowers to bring to her. this means, but I sometimes Sometimes I get nervous to get close to people because I just feel like I lose them. And then Molly. And then Molly. I feel like I'm either very unlucky or cursed and I don't believe in luck. Curses and luck, they go together. If you don't believe in luck, you can't believe in being cursed either. That's true. That's true. And Molly. Molly's still with us. Yeah. The same way that your beautiful wife is. Yeah. I think so. I think so. This is very good tea. I'm saving it. What's in here? Oh, you didn't put some of that stuff in, did you? Oh, that, no, although I did think about it. 
<laughs> now, this is from home. This is the uh, uh, Cadence family, if I recall. It's very minty. Very minty. <laughs> It's like, a, like it's people? Oh, I mean, technically, yeah. Minty, minty people. Well, maybe this is best kept to uh, us, but I won't tell anyone. I mean, I'm fine with saying it, but it's just, it's a long story, and... Thank you for trusting us with that, Sasha. Of course. Thank Sometimes it helps to say things out loud. I think so. I, I feel like I'm trying to learn that from you, Jester. Really? Yeah, you say what's on your mind and... That's true. That's good. Yeah. I'm gonna try to start doing that. <laughs> to surviving. To surviving. Mm. To Minty Family. Mm. Minty Family. Minty. <laughs> As the storm subsides slowly over the next few hours, and one by one, you all eventually find yourself feeling comfortable to return to your quarters for an evening's rest. The day's travel comes to a complete circle. The morning comes with clear skies as the distant gray fades in the north. Another half day's travel leads you to see a few bodies of land on the horizon. Hey, nice job. Yeah. Really? Was awake the whole night? <sighs> Which direction are we pointed? The one we're heading in forward, which is the only way we could be heading. Which is? Towards our destiny. <laughs> Orly? Orly, which way are we heading? <laughs> I reckon I'll hoot towards them islands. He points over to the bodies of land on the horizon. Towards <laughs> islands? Nice job. Thank you. <laughs> now, coming across the, uh, the Gravid Archipelagos, uh, and you know this a little bit, though you've not actually traveled to these before, you can see the uh, this trio of islands are rather rocky. And only marked with small pockets of trees and jungle. The, uh, much of the land on these islands is steep, volcanic peaks with sheer cliff faces, pockmarked with caves. Um, similar makeup as a lot of Darkto, actually, and they're both probably created from similar volcanic uh, activity from under the ocean. Um, but not very, not very welcoming-looking islands, uh, with little safe land to navigate or exploit for resources. There's very few reason for ships to stop here. Um, as you guys begin to make your way, you can see the, the two nearest you and the third there. What would you like to do? Plot of course, it'll put us right in the middle of all three. Okay. <clears throat> Goes ahead and continues the path of the ball eater. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it. <laughs> 
like We're it. A noble quite group. like high fantasy. Ball <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> eater? That's it was the squall eater. So we just, we just turned the painted it. it. The boat ball is called eater. the ball leader. Yes. Yeah. The ball eater. Eater yes. of balls. To be yeah. fair. Balls. He's eaten some balls. He's eaten some balls. And now you've you fought have some as balls. Well. You've eaten some balls. You bested like a ball. You, you just, just bested a, a ball. ball. You busted a ball. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We all had a couple of balls in our mouth before. <laughs> <laughs> Spent six days in that happy fun ball. Yeah, that's true. So many. So it's a lot of it balls. It is. A, I'm telling you, it's a ball themed. This is practically mm-hmm. a ball pit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Matthew Mercer's ball campaign. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to go real poorly. <laughs> nice lightning strike as you said that, yeah. by the way. That was like. <laughs> real poorly. <laughs> this can be turned off. I was enjoying it. So cool. <laughs> Fun device that I, uh, that I know awesome. you've been yeah. waiting on that Thank one. you, Jeremy Crawford, for showing me that at the Stream of Many Eyes. What is the plan, Captain? Uh, we're gonna head for the middle of all that. We have to go to the bottom of the ocean again. Maybe. Mm. We're gonna keep our eyes on the islands as we proceed, but I do recall it being under the depths. And you are searching for this based on a vision. But also it was in Avantica's journal, wasn't it? You remember, Caleb. Exactly. And it was, yes. Did it have an exact location or anything? No, it just said somewhere between them. Yeah, my dream I saw from the top down, and I hit the water right in the middle of them and just kept going deeper and deeper. Right in the middle of these three islands? Mm-hmm. Wow. Cool. Ford, <laughs> there are presumably three spheres, yeah? Right? Yeah. You have one. You have two, and then a Vantica. So, I'm just checking if you think that this could unleash Ukatoa. Nope, nope, nope. She put hers in the first temple. I have two. This might be numero dos, and then I'll just keep the third. Okay. Yep. What if, just, Theoretically, yep. Playing devil's advocate here, you know. Maybe Ukatoa was like, "I should make four, one extra, just in cases." And Vandron has that one, but he's also already put it in the temple. And this third one could unleash him. Wait, wait, four spheres. Uh huh. Three, three temples. temples. It's possible. Or ten spheres. You don't know. You have no idea. I mean, I'm, maybe I, it only takes three. I'm not, I'm not sure that Eld, Elder Gods work in Baker's dozens. That just seems yeah. like very embarrassing for the people who designed that temple we visited. Right. And as Caleb can attest to, that image that we saw in the temple was three spheres, three chosen people underneath the entity. I don't right. think yeah. they would, you know, have an influx of spheres to deal with. What if? Someone else was searching for these powerful spheres and maybe was lying in wait 
at this temple, knowing that someone would maybe come bring one to it? Or Not two. You are a fantastic rogue. You wouldn't let such an ambush befall us, would I you? would if it were underwater. <laughs> Because I would not be there to prevent it. You're not going to come with us again? Fuck no! Look what happened last time! There was a crazy ghost lady! Yeah, and we, we defeated her. No, she got away. Yeah, but we still defeated her. We almost died. But we got the orb, and we also stole some shit. Did we? Yeah. I got at least five full gold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those that want to come can, and I will understand if you want to sit this one out. We've come a long way. You are welcome to stay, although you probably, there might be a conversation about how much of the cut of whatever we find you get to keep. Agreed, and I couldn't guarantee your safety up here while we're below the murky depths. Not. Yes. I don't want to force you to come, of course not. You can stay up here if you want, and I'm not going to talk about dangers and murky depths and stuff like that. They will say that you saved my life, and I don't feel as comfortable going into a battle without you. Ford, you have a thing or two to learn from Jester about talking to people and engaging them on a personal level, and she has what I would call the expert touch. She gets people, she sees into their hearts and souls, and you are just a bastard man. <laughs> I hear there is an ancient button factory at the bottom <laughs> of the waters. Wait. Button Wonka's factory? <laughs> <laughs> With the Boompa Loompas? You've heard of it as well. I have! <laughs> no one's seen anyone come in or out of that factory, and yet it makes buttons every day! How do they do it? <laughs> the story's been lost to the ages since the Great Calamity. All right. <laughs> You're in. This fucker. <laughs> 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 Let's just find it, then we'll decide later. Fair enough. <clears throat> and just in case, can we keep an eye on the islands as we're moving in, just for any sign of structures, civilization? Yeah. Uh, whoever's telling that, if you can either make two separate perception checks or aid one I'll to make. I'll send the perceptive fuckers up to the crow's nest. Yep. yep. Take a look. All right. Uh, are you aiding Caduceus, or are you both rolling? You? Aid Caduceus. Oh, I'm. Am I doing this? You're Aiden. Oh, uh, I'll aid you. Or you can. I'm gonna Perception aid Caduceus. Rolls? Perception, yeah. Win. With advantage. <laughs> Perception with advantage. <laughs> That's awful. That's terrible, Aiden. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Keep an eye out there and kind of spend the next hour or so as you guys are coming into position, scanning the shores of each of the islands. There's no sign of civilization. There, you know. Mostly dangerous, jagged, rocky shores with uh, like pebbled beaches and bits and pieces of uh, what looks to be hints of, of 
mangrove clusters at certain points of the shore, and elements of the occasional bit of jungle you can see in, in pockets or valleys on each island, but for the most part, you don't see any sign of civilization. Nothing so far. Uh, Mr. Caleb, I know, I know this is not your favorite thing to do, but uh, we may require uh, the use of your, your, your friend for a little while. But what are you going to do with the cat? Well, I was hoping that maybe the cat would get uncomfortable in either a bird or octopus form. I do a little. There is no bird or octopus. He is a cat. I, I am out of supplies. For, he uh, is a cat. I got incense, by the way. Uh, everything just changed. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you get? I got fifty gold worth. <clears throat> Which was a lot. May I have it? You may have all of it. Thank you. So where do we want to dump him in the ocean again for a look around? Um, we're looking for signs <laughs> of civilization on land or in the sea at the moment. What, what are you, land. what are you? Yeah, if we haven't seen anything on land, I'd like to get in the middle and then send him. Right. Are we in the but middle yet? Yeah, I'd say about now you guys could have reached the, what would be considered as close to the center as Orly can possibly maneuver the boat. Anything? No. Carvings in caves, holes in the, in the I stone can do walls. Two things: we can send Frumpkin into the air, and uh, I mean, there are, there are caves all over, like the, the the volcanic, you know, rocky cliffs and, and peaks that come out of each island. Mm. There are caverns and and you know shelves. It's a very uh, it was a violently made series of islands. You, did you go underwater in your vision? In my mind pictures? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. All right. Sit down on the deck and start drawing in chalk on the wood and putting my cat in the middle of it, even though he's only been a cat for a few days, and 10 minutes later we have an octopus. Wait, if, so if I was petting Frumpkin when you were doing that, would he slowly like lose his fur and grow tentacles, or would it be like a poof? We'll try that sometime, okay? Okay. Are you hoping for that Lady Hawk moment where you have a furry octopus? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one, octopus. one, one pet of just. I want one. There is a moment of transition. It's a little awkward. <laughs> into the ocean. There you go. Below, disappearing into the depths. Go. <laughs> uh, you can go ahead and make a perception check for Frumpkin. Come on, Frumpkin. Come on, Frumpkin. Not good. Oh, it's it's never good. Eight. Right. Frumpkin never. So from the from the upper anything. tier of the water, Frumpkin sees the water is here pretty clear. Um, he made it worse. Yeah. The water here is pretty clear. Pretty clear, but but Frumpkin uh, is is a bit distracted. By the the heavy schools of fish that seem to be kind of glittering beneath the surface and catching a little bit of the the light that's making its way through the sh uh, the waves and causing kind of this uh, array of sparkles, roughly 30, 40, 50 feet below the surface. I see a whole lot of ocean. Continues yeah. deeper, deeper. Make another perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. First thing I'm going to notice is, is the ocean here is not as deep as the diver's grave. Um, it goes down maybe 
300 feet. Hmm. Um, it's still deep, but it's a third of the depth you end up having to go down. I'll send him in slowly larger circles over time. Um, Frumpkin does see a shape amongst the clusters of seaweed and uh, other bits of, of life that exist down there in natural ocean life. Uh, you can see uh, you know, chunks of ocean rock and volcanic rock, uh, things that may have been lobbed from ancient volcanic uh, detonations, uh, and what looks to be a tower, a sub-ocean tower that's leaning at an angle. Uh, you can see bits of broken rock kind of based around it, and the seaweed is kind of uh, kind of cluttered up around the base of it. Now, are we talking architecture or natural? Architecture. Architecture. Constructed. I relate this. Uh, the top of it is somewhat jagged. It has sustained some erosion or damage towards its uh, top. And there is, it just leads down inside. You can see shelves or bits where there may have been uh, stairs or levels, but most of that has fallen inward, and it looks to be, from Rumpkin's exterior perspective, mostly hollow, and just disappearing in darkness the further in. Um, with the 14, Rumpkin also notices a little bit of movement. Towards the very tops of the seaweed, there are humanoid bodies that are kind of like tangled in the seaweed a bit. That appear to be just kind of like floating there. And then one of them kind of twitches and goes. Oh, oh no! Why does this keep happening? Yeah, there's, there's more dead things down below. Oh man! Oh no! Nope, nope. Well, Caduceus, you're definitely coming. <clears throat> we may need a nap before we go down there. All right. We did. We got the we long rest. We just Did we? But since sure. the Asha thing, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. still got a long rest. Oh, then in that case, I'm gonna. Mm. Jagged Tower seem familiar? Yes. Okay. One thing we should do. Can I get you guys to scurry up to the crow's nest one more time and give a gander for any ships? Me and Caduceus again? Yeah, look real careful. Coves, inlets. Okay. Anything that might look like it might be hiding. Want to do separate rolls this time? Yeah, let's do it separately. Okay. Fucking horrible. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine. Where's that? From? Eight. Ten. Seems pretty clear. <laughs> Seems pretty clear. <laughs> that tower is familiar to you, huh? No. No, it, no, I, it just seems like the obvious entrance. So you spoke? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, my impulsiveness was starting to catch up again. I just want to be honest. Doesn't seem like there's a trap, not, right? Seem to be by ourselves, at least up here. Yeah, up here, where there's no water. We're totally fine. Down there, there's dead bodies on seaweed. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, what's a couple dead bodies on seaweed to people like us? No bigs, right? Wait, they're already dead? They're uh, already animated dead. They were like, ah. Yeah. Right. You, well. If I'm going to get a great look at them, I was uncertain mm-hmm. one or the other, but they appear to be humanoid and kind of wrapped in seaweed. And then one of them seemed to spasm. One of them seemed to twitch and move for a second mm-hmm. before going back to rest. What the, about what time of the day is it right now? Uh, at this point, it's early afternoon. Maybe like one or two hours afternoon. Get this thing done. Do you have uh, the ability to let us breathe under there? I do. I can only one time. Yasha, how are you feeling? Up for another scrap? I love swimming. I like scrapping. So this is a combo of the two of them. You know, I'm in. (laughs) (coughs) All right, I'll look at the group and I will cast underwater breathing. On everyone. Twenty-four hours. What? All right. The familiar lightness in the lungs seems to take root inside. The air tastes a little bit different once the incantation is complete, and you feel the familiar, uh, the familiar point of anxiety building your chest since last time you dove. Water breathing. It's like cold already. Uh, I'm gonna go find the other bottle of mead. Drink until I am more than intoxicated. That was okay. for the crew. Fuck that. <laughs> 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 Stop it. I need this right now. Your flask is bottomless. I'm kind of sick of it. It's the same booze over and over again. I'm sorry. I, you know, I love. I love you. I love you, baby. I love you. But it's getting to be a little bit. Bleh. You know, it's like if you eat Rice Krispies every day. Maybe if you washed it every now and then, it would have. Do a we see her different. go and sneak the mead? You see her leave for a bit, and then come back with an empty bottle of mead. Oh. Right. Let's go swimming. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the distance from the the middle of this archipelago to the nearest outer island? Like uh, about a quarter mile. Quarter mile. So rare. A quarter mile to a mile to the nearest one. Okay. Actually, it's probably a little more than that. We can cut off your miles. I'll go to Orly and say, while we're underneath, if you see another ship enter or danger present itself, makes for land, and we'll find you. Understood. Yeah, it's about a mile to the shore. It's a looking at map there, yeah. That's worse. Leave my tea kettle on board and should be fine. We'll find them. Mm-hmm. You ready? Cool. Mm-hmm. Before we go, I'm just going to pull Caleb aside. Pull Caleb aside. Oh, yeah. We're all going to stare at you while you I, do this. Hey, while we're down there, if Ford yeah, tries to be like bad, can you. Restrain him, like if he tries, like if something overcomes him with evil, can you can you fuck him up? Can you? Pre- uh, most likely. Yes. Yeah. I would be ready to. I, I feel like 50-50 he's turning evil on us. Will you stay close to me down there, please? Of course I will. I'm not going to leave you. You're puny and weak. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I mean, physically, oh. physically, you're puny and weak. Intellectually, you're, you're a rock star. You're amazing. You know I respect you. Your first statement was accurate. By the way, what did we get? The books. Do we get any good spells? Yeah. Tell me, tell me. There was a jar full of. Um, they're like uh, boba. They're, uh, it's food. Tapioca, yeah. Yeah. It's, it lasts a long time. It's just food? Magic yeah. tapioca. Okay, but any, any ink, sort of. The ink is good, it will help me in, in my studies. And the books? Any powerful spells? Anything that can. One of the books was about debate. One was uh, a spell book. And? And there's, there's useful things in it. Reality shifting things? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I give him a big kiss on his cheek, and it's real smelly. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. him. <laughs> well, both. Both was about debate, and then you were going to argue about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pull uh, her even a little further away and turn our backs to the group, and. We're all watching. All I said, that's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I've been getting it a little um, wrapped up in this team, you know, and we're working as a team. And I've forgotten you and me. I've forgotten. Well, don't. We're in this together. Yeah. Don't forget me. I won't forget you. Stay close. Always. Fuckers, let's go! When we get under, make sure to take a breath real quick. You'll sink faster. Oh, yeah. And just if Ukatoa decides to show up. He won't. But if he does. What's the plan? He won't. Okay. Caleb is standing behind Beauregard and sliding his octopus onto his head. <laughs> Still cool. <laughs> it's a look. All right. Do, do, do. No fear. Seals dive. <laughs> <laughs> one by one, you all make one your way into the ocean. <laughs> splish, 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 splish. The water is cold, but you just. Uh, and begin to find your way down. Uh, are we swimming stealthily, or are we brazenly heading towards always, the Always, always stealthily. Stealth. All right, so we're stealth missioning it. I need everybody to go ahead and make a stealth check, please. Natural 20. Oh. So as you're as you're moving at a slower speed, swimming below, trying to be as stealthy as you can, uh, making your way further down and further down, the filtering light grows dimmer 
Oh, I left the weasel on the ship again. I didn't okay, bring him with me. I, <laughs> there's a certain point where I assume you're not trying to kill your weasel. Yeah, I fuck with you for a few weeks when you're new to pet ownership, but then after a few close calls, so I, I figure you're okay. for everyone. The deeper it goes, the harder it is to see. The colder it is, a familiar sensation. Um, is it as dark as it was before? Equally? Uh, it's clear water. I mean, it, it, it's clear water, so the the light does carry further, and you guys aren't going as deep. Um, so you do manage to make out as you get further and further down the general shape of the tower, with insight. Um, it is comparatively murky because of the lack of light, but you can see the shape. And you can also, based on the warning that Caleb had given, see some of the figures. You see about five of them, all kind of tangled or wrapped in threads of this seaweed. Regular seaweed, not the strange crimson type that you came across in the diver's grave. I'm just going to do a little ping of Eyes of the Grave just to just to make sure there's no, no more of them in this other than What's what we can see. What's the range on that? Uh, six to feet. Sixty feet? All right. You have to get pretty close to try. Once, once we're, once we're, I know that we're like heading. Once I feel like, once I feel like, well, maybe I should hit it again. Okay. Bing. Okay. As you swim down to get within range to use your eyes of the grave. Thankfully, the nearest creature doesn't seem to notice your approach. But it is not undead. It's not undead. Make a perception check. Come on. Ah, oh, better. 20. 20. Uh, actually, roll a disadvantage because you don't have dark vision, unfortunately. And you're low enough now where the light is limited. Uh, 16. 16 still okay. Um, now that you have a better look at it now, at a closer perspective, um, the humanoid creature, no clothing. Uh, it is thin, the, the limbs are a little uh, stretched, but there are Tiny fins at the edge of the arms and along the sides of the head. There are gills. It has a strange kind of like glance of it, kind of looking around like a sentry almost, but it's not undead. It appears to be more of a, a fish person. Does it look like it has four appendages? Or? It has four appendages. It has arms and legs. Yeah, it would have pinged. I would have. I would have gotten a an undead uh, ping from any of them, and I didn't get an undead ping. Nope. Uh, but the, what's interesting is, is one of its lower appendages, its like right leg, as you're watching, kind of like curls up and then unfurls. Yeah, one of its leg seems to move similarly to one of the appendages. Yeah. Oh, no. But just one. The others appear to be human. What is that about? One person like or snake, one limb? One limb. It's like one the limb. snake people on that's the other some, island. That's some Cthulhuian shit. They all have one octopus tentacle. Well, the nearest know. one you saw has. You aren't close enough to the others to make out what their I'm physical representation is. Everybody very quietly. Yeah. Uh, where do we go, Fort? So you have five here that are watching. You have to decide what is it going to be. Is it a brazen attack? Is it a some form of a stealth mission? What are you doing? Quietly. So quietly? Yeah, let's try it. Okay, yeah, quietly. Should we make a distraction or anything? Quiet. They're clustered enough of the round where they're not going to not see you. You have oh. nothing you're hiding behind. You can't just halo drop into no. this bitch? No, like this is like a, a stealth mission, this would be like invisibility. It would be, you have to do something where they cannot see you. Otherwise, they're going to see you. 
So quick and fast. Yeah, we could pair up. You, yeah. Body, Body system. I say we all attack each one until each one is dead. We don't spread it out too much. Agreed. Just one at a time. Focus on the people. Yeah, we like. Or at least two. There's yeah, five. at least two of them. Yeah. Are they for sure going to attack us? Pretty sure. They look pretty. They look like they're bad. on the look. Super yeah. bad. Yeah. So we'll. There are yeah. five. Yeah. I could invoke duplicity down there and see if they attack us, and if they do, then we can attack them. Uh, it looks it looks dangerous. Yeah. I think it's worth. Just going for it. Who's got a good range? Who's got some good pop on a good range? You? Uh, well, I can hit for sure, but uh, does the water do anything to it? No. How spread out are they? Uh, I mean, they're, they're not like a perfect ring of five around the top, and they're all kind of hanging right towards the top of the tower from the different layers of, of seaweed. They're about maybe anywhere from 15 to 20 feet from each other, and they're, you know, their arrangement is a bit uneven. How close and they're wrapped up in the seaweed? Mm-hmm. Are we sure we want to hit, make a hit on these things that are tangled up, as opposed to this one that is free-floating? There is one that's free. Uh, looking at them all, it looks like they're less wrapped and tangled, and more like they have like an arm or a leg that they've curled around it and are anchoring themselves to it. Mm-hmm. So like like seahorses. Kind of. How close do you need to be, Caitlin? Uh, Thirty not, feet from not anything that interesting for me. I'm more of a fan of them coming to us, frankly. A little over a hundred feet away. Let's get in range of whatever Caleb needs to do, and then let's break off into three and four. We're not on the floor of the. We're above them. We're above them. Above them. Yeah. They can pick, but they got to come to us. Well, you tell me. As far as I'm concerned, you are calling the shots here. All right. Let's get within whatever you need. 120 feet. 100 uh, feet. We'll try to stealth within that range. Okay. And Caduceus has made that journey. As you continue to push up in that direction. You get to the exterior of that range, and they seem to have not noticed your presence uh, yet. Yeah, yeah. Spread out thirty feet between us, the two groups. Okay. Clerics with each group. Okay. Good. So. I'll stick with you. Let's. Uh, I will yeah. not go with Yasha because Sentinel and Sentinel. Could go. Yeah. So I'll How go with Bell. We four. The four of us, yeah. And the outside three. three. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Okay. Ready. So I could either uh, focus uh, what I'm going to do on one of them, or I could just tickle all of them. All of them at the same time? Uh, no, it wouldn't. They would just get their attention. It would not uh, solve Wizard, anything. Wizard's choice. How about just one and you pick? Okay. Well, I will uh, aim for the one closest, and I will cast, uh, I begin to weave my hands underwater and cast Magic Missile. I will simultaneously fire a crossbow bolt. All right. Just for fun, I'll add into this with a, with a Sacred Flame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll All towards the same target? Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll also send Eldritch Blast. Uh, at the same, oh. Yeah. See if we can knock one out. I'm casting at second level. Okay. Yeah. So. Those who need to roll attacks, roll attacks. Those who need to roll damage, roll damage. Uh, 
Mine is a save against the dex of 16. Oh, yeah. Nope. Mine is also a save against dex of 15. Natural 20. 26 and a 19. Both hit. 12 to hit. 12 to hit? Hits. Oh, wow. Wow. 21 points of damage. 11 points of radiant damage. Four beats of energy, nine, nine points of damage. Nine? Okay. Another 20 points of damage. Okay. You watch as it. Oh, 13. Excuse me. Okay, 13. Okay. You watch as this entity kind of breathing under the water watches these, this suddenly this glimmer of arcane energy. Its attention turns up towards it as it releases the seaweed and then. <laughs> and just goes limp under the water as a small cloud of its own blood begins to fill the space around it. At which point the other four. <laughs> And look up and notice your presence from the lights that have been glowing and the death of one of its comrades. Next target, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Roll initiative. Ah. Uh, natural one. Ooh, not good. Two. Well, not good for them either. All right, so 25 to 20. Is that what you're doing? Oh. No, I oh, yeah. The first one was good. 25 to 20? Nope. 25 to 20? Cricket, cricket, cricket. 2015. 18. 18. Hey. Ooh. Seventeen. Ooh. Seventeen. Ooh. Right. Who are you? Who are is you? this? <laughs> All right. Sure. All right. Fifteen to ten. Thirteen. Eleven. I have to right. close. I'm gonna get down there and hold action. Shit to do. All right. You're moving his halved <laughs> when you're swimming, except for Ford. You're moving his halved while you're swimming. Mm-hmm. So just you know. Oh, got it. Okay. You guys are about hundred feet away. So okay. it's going to take a little bit to get there for the melee folk. <laughs> I'm going to get you! One. Two, one? Yeah, I, yeah five, five total for me. Oh, well, then you, you, you taught me. All Did right. what? Did you two. also, you rolled a two? Yep. All right. With plus zero. All right, Caleb, you're up first. Caleb and Jester, you watch the four of them now begin to quickly swim up in your direction, and they uh, they swim fast. Oh. Or they swim faster than you do, at the very least. Well, that makes sense. About as fast as Ford does. Mm-hmm. Okay. 30 feet. Yep. You can see the, the webbed fingers and like kind of the, the spines and the scales up their arms and legs. Uh, they look kind of like the creature from the Black Lagoon, yeah. with yes. a little bit of a slight more humanoid nose and mouth. But they're just like now <laughs> clamoring up towards you in the water. Uh, what are you guys doing? Guiding bolt. Guiding bolt. And the one coming closest. Okay. Yeah. Same one or a different target. Uh, no, I'm uh, nibbling on some uh, licorice root and casting a haste on Ford and backing away. Haste on okay. Ford. Oh Whoa. my God. Whoa. All right. Okay. Uh, roll the natural twenty again on its saving throw. Whoa. Two natural twenties in a row. Oh, and it's a guiding really? bolt. This is Never guiding mind. Bolt. He doesn't yeah, roll yeah. anything. Waste natural twenty, Matt. Well oh, done. Uh, okay. Go ahead and roll your attack. Well done. You've already, you've already, you've already helped. Bless you. Fourteen. Uh, 14? Yeah, that hits. Mm, Their armor class no. is 11. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Very low armor class, easy to hit. The extra uh, action you used to attack. Which is usually the answer. Okay, 14 points of radiant damage. All right, 14 points of radiant damage. It bursts and glows underneath. You watch as it, it's still alive, but you see the blood kind of spatter and it has this kind of glowing energy kind of surrounding its torso, making it easy to see in the dark depths below. Awesome, it's finished your turn. You cast haste, that ends your guys' round, and you're backing away. Yasha, your turn. 
I am going to move as much as I can, getting closer to okay. them. So movement 15 feet, dash 15 feet. That'd be your full round there. Gets you 30 feet down. So you're about 60 or so. Well, no, your movement speed is 40, so it's 20, 20. All right, so yeah, you're about 60 feet away. Do you want, do you want to have an action held, though? Yeah. Or? So I'm going to hold my action until okay. one of them either, yeah, All right, they so get close to me. So you're, yeah. so, you're, so you're 80 feet away. Got it. Okay. okay. You're holding your action to hit one of them comes yeah. close. All right, finishes your tune. Caduceus, you're up. Um, I'm going to um, move kind of just behind uh, Yasha, and I'm going to, are any of them within range at this point? What, what, what range? 30 or 60. Uh, no. They're None about 100 feet away. They haven't taken their turn yet. Um, then I'm going to hold my, I'm going to hold a spell until they're within range. What spell are you holding? I'm going to hold um, Bane. Okay. Finishes your go, not your up. Oh, me? Yes. I'm going to swim, well, no, I have ranged attacks, so I'm yeah. going to just pick one, the one that Jester missed. What's your, no, I, what's, I your hit it. what's your interior range, your weapon? Oh, 30. No, I've been rolling at disadvantage for, it's uh, 30 or 120 from the Tinker Top Bolt Blaster. <coughs> Correct. However. I, I rolled a disadvantage last time. Oh, yeah. Underwater? No, because a crossbow you don't crossbow roll a disadvantage. No, it's, it's range disadvantage. No. Oh. Correct. Yeah. Uh, automatically misses the target beyond the weapon's normal range. So you don't roll disadvantage for the first half, the first 30 feet, but anything beyond 30 feet, it's an automatic miss, because at it, that point, it loses momentum and can't keep track. Oh, underwater? Yeah. Oh, I did which, not know that. Which you just learned. Oh, well then I didn't hit the first one. You didn't need to, you guys oh, fucking okay. destroyed it. <laughs> Before it came to you, it was already dead. So, I, so it has to be within 30 feet underwater to hit. You learn. And I still do disadvantage. Uh, no, you do not roll disadvantage. Okay, strange. got it. So I fire and nothing happens. You just floats. just floats. Oh shit! All right, so I'll start going towards it. Okay, then. so you swim 15 feet, and you can bonus action dash if you want. Uh, yes, I will bonus action dash <laughs> to make it a 30 feet. All right, 30 feet in there. It's there. All right, now it's their turn. They all double move. So it's 60 feet as they swim upward, getting as close as they can. Um, that definitely gets them in range for your spell. I'm gonna hit three of them with Bane. Three you were 80 feet, so one's not, no one gets in the range. So, Bane, you're hitting three of them with Bane. Three of them with Bane, right, charisma saving, saving throw. Okay, there's three of them that have not been hit, there's one that has. Um, I'm hitting the ones that have not been hit. Got it, all right, saving throw is wisdom? Uh, charisma. Sorry, charisma. Ooh, minus one for them. Fail, fail, and fail! Wait, they were 80 feet away? They were 80 feet away from you, and they just moved 60 feet, so there's 20 feet between the two of you now. Oh, so from where I had gotten to with the 20 Correct. feet. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, all right, so all three of them fail. All three of them are Bane. So yeah, um, so yeah, uh, tax and saving throws, 1d4. You got it. Thank all you. right, Bo, you're up. <laughs> oh shit, anyone in range? Uh, they're about 40 feet from you. Oh, so yeah, I'll swim. Which one's close? All of them? All four I've of them? I hit one of them with Guiding Bolt, and it has a, you have advantage against it. Correct. I'll take that one. Okay, so I'll you move swim. towards the one that's glowing. You swim down, that's 20 feet, so you're still 20 feet away. Is it just hers at advantage, or all attacks again? I will just first the first attack. one. Just the next one. Spin a key point to do Swim of the Wind. All right, that's the additional 20 feet that'll get you right into range the one that Jester had hit. It's like, as you get really up close to it now with the glowing light around it, you get a good look at its face, and it's just covered in layers of scales and kind of spine points that come out at various points of its its facial features. Its eyes are yellow and kind of like a sick little like side lens that closes. Ooh, X-Files. Yep. Yeah. Punch. Jesus Christ. 
Nice. You have advantage because nice. it was because right, of the right, guiding bolt. Right. Oh, that's much better. 18? 18 hits. Funk. Funk. Uh, yeah. mm. oh, but you do have disadvantage underwater with melee attacks, however. Uh, so it just cancels out. So what was your first roll? It was a three. Plus. Plus seven, so ten. Ten misses. Oh my the God. first strike just oh, it's too slow. Second attack. Almost a natural twenty, but it but it wasn't. It's a thirteen. Thirteen hits. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Would it still be a disadvantage though on the second attack? It would be. Yeah. Fuck balls, shit, cock. Uh <laughs> still hits. Yep. Still <laughs> hits. That's my favorite combo. Uh, <laughs> five damage. Five damage. Stupid. It's, it's hurt, but it's still going. That's the end of your turn, Bo? Yep. Ford, you're up. Uh, I will. You speak to 60 underwater, so you can go to any of them. No, I will I will just join Bo, uh, just in case someone decides to fuck around. All right, so you just Aquaman it through the water, just towards it. And I'll fire the first two Eldritch Blasts at uh, one of them that's swimming, not the one that's in melee of her. Okay. So the first one's going to be at one of the ones that's untouched. That sucks. That's a one and a two. So I think both of those fucking miss. That's incredible. <laughs> yep, both. Like <laughs> garbage. Uh, I'll fire the the next two uh, at the same. Next two. Because I'm hastened, so I have another second attack. Uh, oh. the, se- the, the second attack action can only be used for a single weapon attack, yeah. or disengage dash. 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 Oh Fine. shit. Yeah. So you'd have to use your sword. Use your sword. Yeah, I guess I'll just attack the one at bow. and take a swing at it. All right. Falchion comes into your hand. You dash towards which one? The one that with bow or oh, the two? Oh my god. Do nothing. Three duds. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, buddy. <laughs> underwater man, not feeling very underwater like right now, unfortunately. Shitty roll. That's okay. Finishes your go. Top of the round, Caleb and Jester. Oh. No, that was easy. Uh, we, yeah. Okay, I'm going to toll the dead at the one at bow. All right, makes it saving throw. Uh, Negative d4. That's right. It's a natural 16. It was oh, wait, 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 no, not that one. I'm so sorry, not that one. That no, one doesn't right. have the d4. Was, and uh, what was the spell the save? Wisdom. 15. Wisdom? Yeah, it's 16. Motherfucker. Sorry. sorry. Damn it. Uh, all right, that finishes your turn then. Or are you going to move closer? Stay put? I'm going to stay put. All right, Ooh. you stay put. Caleb. Uh, I'm going to try to do a bit of a science experiment and cast Firebolt at the one next to Beauregard and see if it even works down here. I okay, at your range, go ahead and roll for attack. Okay. Zubba, 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 zubba. Oh, no, <laughs> I rolled a two. Jesus. What the fuck? <laughs> it travels half the distance, then sputters out, consumed by the ocean. Mm. Oh, so it wouldn't have worked? You don't know. Who knows? And I move back. All right, you move back even further. Yasha, you're up. Okay. Am I get? Uh, you can move your twenty I'm feet and get into range. I'm gonna move my twenty feet and get into range. All right. So take your pick. Okay. There's there's four untouched and there's or there's three untouched and there's one that uh, Bo has done some damage to. Yeah. How, uh, I'll get to. They're on the other side. I'll get to whichever's closest. They're on the other side, right, of the group. Yes. Yeah. So I'll get one whoever's closest. All right. So one of those that's untouched yet. So it's 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 uh, uh, disadvantage on your attacks with melee underwater. Unless you're Unless reckless. Unless you're reckless, in which case they're straight rolls. Okay. Are you reckless? Let's do that. I'm reckless. Go for it. First attack, it. single roll. Yeah. That'll hit. Um, uh, 23. 23 hits, go and roll damage. Okay. This is your full 3d6. You 
I'm raging. Okay, there you go. I'll let, I'll let, you, I'll let you do Sorry. it. Sorry. It's okay, okay. I gotta remember that. All right. Twenty. Twenty points of damage at the first strike. It carves through, immediately filling the water around it with its dark blood as it kind of scrambles around. Looks pretty hurt. Okay, second attack, I'll hit it again. Go for it. Come on! Hey! Reckless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's a single single attack. attack. Got it. That was a natural one. Oh, oh no! The second one goes wide. You're not used to fighting underwater. You've only done it a few times, and still, Ooh. it's just like oh, it's a big blade through a lot of a lot of resistance. All right, that finishes your go, uh, Caduceus. You're up. Um, I'm going to uh, keep my distance. Okay. I'm going to back up a little bit, and I'm going to use uh, Sacred Flame on the one that is uh, in combat with Yasha. All right. Uh, no, save. Natural seven, it's failure. All right, so that's seven minus a, one. That's a do do do. So I do this. Yeah. Uh, five points of uh, of radiant damage. The burst of light from underneath it hits it. It starts calling like starts here gurgling oh, and pain. Was that a? That was a seven. That wasn't a one. Oh. That was a seven and a four. Thank you. Uh, Eleven points of radiant damage. Eleven right. points. Thank you. My brain is is burnt. All right, it is, it is holding up by a thread. It is, it is like torn asunder, and you can, bless you, it's, it's obscured by a cloud of its own murky blood right now. That finishes your turn, Caduceus. Not you're up. Fire at the one next to bow. 14 to hit. 14 hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Yeah. Uh, okay, 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 10. Oh, Jesus. That's the first time I've heard Sam say, okay, okay, okay. Okay, 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 uh, three plus five, eight. Drunken master. Eight damage. One, the other one. Yeah! So two of them, like, two immediate fires. You watch two of them just go limp and begin to just float in their own ichor. Well done. Swims closer to the kid. Okay. Finishes Nats go. It's their turn. Now they're in range. Two of them move. Uh, one of them towards you, Yasha, or your Yasha once against Bo. That's fine. Look, it's been a lot. Fine. You can call me Yasha. I'll take it. Okay. So it's going to make uh, two attacks against you with its uh-huh. with its unarmed strike. It's just clawing at you with its hands. Yeah. Uh, that is a a twelve Miss. and a nineteen. The second one hits. Is that with a, is that with a negative D four? Oh no, let me do that. Eighteen. Misses. Fucking Bane, man. Nineteen. And the third strike, awesome. is, I was just going to use its, its uh, uh, Piscean anatomy. So dope. Yeah. Piscean anatomy. Uh, it has a prehensile penis. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You better <laughs> ruin everything. One of the other ones, maybe. But that one, no. This, this one is strikes twice at you with its claws, and then you watch its throat kind of. And it spits this tiny needle towards you. Careful, they spit. 
I have a life spin idols. Uh, that's going to be 21. <laughs> with a negative? Yeah. Uh, oh, with another negative. Four, four. Three, 18. Miss? Fuck. Oh, Miss. I love Bane so much. Bane is the bane of my existence. I've been all my life. Oh, it's so hateful. (laughs) The other one is going to attack you twice, Yasha, but you were reckless, so it has advantage on attacks against you. Uh, So it'd be 19 and a 16. Uh, 19 minus 2, so it's a 17. Hits. And 16 minus 3 is a 13. Doesn't hit. All right. So one hits. One hits you. I'll take it. For six points of uh, piercing damage, is it, is it claws? Or is it, this would be a bite. Raging, it grabs and so. bites towards you. Reduced to half? Oh, no, it's a strike. So bludgeoning. So it's halved to three. You take three points of bludgeoning damage. Fine. Uh, and this one is going to attempt to try and grab you with the tentacle. Okay. Uh, natural 20. Uh, whatever, does that, he get a bonus for that natural 20? What's up? Does he get a bonus, some sort of bonus uh, to that natural 20? Does that make something better about that? About that uh, you don't know. Maybe I mean, like, I mean, because I'm going to cancel it if it does anything. Uh, it's a critical hit. It's you. Are you canceling it or not? I'm canceling crit. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Still hits, but it's not a critical. That's fine. Uh, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage, reduced to four. Fine. And you are grappled. Okay. So it, as its tentacle reaches around you, uh, another one that looks like it has like a protrusion from its chest, like almost a third arm. It's a tentacle that wraps around and kind of grabs at your torso and is crushing you. And you can feel like faint bits of it that are kind of like kind of scraping at the skin. Uh, that finishes their turn. Bo, you're up. The one in front of me is dead. Mm-hmm. Which alley? I head to the next one. How okay. far away? There's there's a, there's the one that was attacking you. It's right in your face, and there's oh. the one that's grappled Yasha with a tentacle. <clears throat> A different one swam off to you. Yasha's fine. I'll hit the one in front of me. Go for it. Two attacks to disadvantage. Uh, first attack with disadvantage. Hits. That's a natural 14. Yep. Um, I'm going to use my staff on this one. Okay. I hope he is fine with non magical attacks. Eight damage. Eight damage. Alrighty. <laughs> Does it look like he's hurt so full damage? Looks like he's been, it looks like a person or a creature that had been hit with the staff pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Sticks hurt. Next one, probably 11. 11 just hit. Oh! oh that's, that's a lot. Uh, 12. 12 points of damage. Its jaw kind of snaps out of place. And look, it's like it's trying to bite towards you, but its jaw is just limply unable to close. It's still going? Still going. Flurry of blows. Key point, two more hits. Key point, two more hits. First one hits. Barely, but hits with a a 13. All right, go ahead and roll your. uh... Mm -hmm. 11 damage. 11 damage. Oh, you you crack again, the jaw actually kind of tears off, and blood's filling, and its eyes are going wild. It's barely holding on. Six, no, sorry, six plus four, six plus four. Ten. 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 Okay, so ten damage. Gotcha. Ten damage, ten damage, sorry. All right, so right, and your final attack. I'm looking at my wrong thing. Hits, mm-hmm. and one more time, one more time. Please die. Six. Okay, with the, with the last hit, as its jaws kind of snapped apart, you grab its head and you just ram it into your yeah, knee. And as you pull the leg back, the face is just collapsed inward and it goes limp. Yeah. And I just kind of do that thing where I like, Try to water current its bloody guts away from me. Okay. So I'm not inhaling it. Like, oh god, god, god. Okay. That finishes your go. Ford. How many? How many are up still? One left, and it currently has Yasha grappled in the tentacle and trying to crush her. So here's a question: That very first one that we lit up like the Godfather. Yep. Um, 
With my bonus action, can I reach out since I was part of the killing of, are these creatures humanoids? They are. Can I reach forward and go, rise, and I'll accursed specter the, the creature? You may. So as, as, as the body is, is kind of like floating in the water away, this cold sensation takes the nearby 20-foot radius around it. As the what little bit of light that's filtering through here gets darker, and you watch as a darkened spectral form emerges from its body. This kind of ghostly wraith emerges from the corpse under Ford's command. So I'll say that and go and throw uh, two more Eldritch Blasts at the one that's remaining. Go for it. Uh, that's a 24. <laughs> that hits. The other one is uh, a 14. That hits. Damage on both. This is the shield, the age of Aquarius. Uh, that's 10 points. Already. And eight, so 18. 18 points of damage, both bolts <laughs> into it. It's it's damaged, but it's still holding in, and it's Great. turned I'll towards. I'll take my speed and rush at it. Dush in with the blade out of the side. Take a strike. Make your strike. Yes. Wow. Oh, dope. Uh, 16. 16, and you do not have this. You do not have disadvantage because your armor. Nice. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage with your uh, with your blade. Two points of damage. Two points of damage. One plus one. Nice. Well, what, well, it's one d8 plus one. Don't you get to add your charisma modifier to the damage bonus? I don't see that on here. Pretty sure, as a as a hexblade warlock, you get to cool. add your charisma bonus to attack and damage rolls, right? Oh. oh. Am I wrong about well, that? I ain't been doing it. You have in the past. I'm pretty sure, unless I'm. I'm I thought it would be wrong. added into the weapon naturally. It should be. Yeah, we'll it, says, it just says 1d8 plus 1. Call text yeah, it's basically, it's basically on your strength. Maybe it updated recently and that got reset. Okay. I'll have to double check because. My charisma bonus is 4. So Correct. That would be. Five. Well, it should be additional plus 4 damage, is what it should be. Yeah, so it'd be 6 on the 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll fix that. Okay. Yeah. okay. As you slash through one score, like after the two impacts and the the, the the sword slicing through it, it's still standing, but it's but it's hurt. It's still holding on to Yasha, and it's right now it's distracted, trying to figure out which way to go. Uh, that finishes your go forward. Mm-hmm. Caleb and Jester, you're up next. Ooh. What's left? One. There's one, one badly on damaged. Oh, magic missile. Toll the dead at the same time. Yeah. Uh, that is a thirteen on its toll. <gasps> Doesn't save. Twelve oh, damage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, twenty-two points. Jesus. Jesus. Of bone damage through the water. As the tentacle is like grappling and crushing your body, and you're like trying to find a way to force your way through. Suddenly, the tentacle just pulls away. You look over towards it. The tentacle isn't attached to anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is turned to chum in the water. Yeah. It's, as bits of its scattered body kind of begin to, to slowly kind of dissipate and uh, disseminate throughout the nearby sea. The total dead vibrations Whoa. kind of going through the water, so all of us can sort of feel it. Magic missiles kind of impacting yes. and scattering its form. So currently, there doesn't appear to be any of these creatures around you. Which is the darkness of the tower below, and whatever the inside of it holds. Good team. That was good. Anyone need healing? I'm good. I'm fine. We uh, we have a friend. 
what? You know, bring the specter forward. It's hard to see this low in the water when there's so little light when it's not moving. But once it shifts, it's like watching a shadow out of the corner of your eye with these two faintly dull glowing yellow eyes. It's vaguely humanoid in its shape, but it's almost smoky and, and amorphous when it shifts and moves and finds its place nearby. Its head kind of lulls around a bit, kind of mimicking the shape and the movement of the creature before it was engaged in combat. I feel bad having Frumpkin be the one that's always putting himself in harm's way. I thought I'd give him a friend. <laughs> and I'll send the, the specter towards the mouth of the tower. Okay. You send it in there by itself? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, why? You guys watch as the specter vanishes into the shadow of the tower below. Anything happen? Can you see through its eyes like Frumpkin? Nope. Just send him away? I just wanted to send him to the entrance. Oh, just the entrance? Yeah, just like, just to the front. Okay, so it moves, comes to the, the Just top. make sure the tower's not like <laughs> No, it does not open its maw and devour your Don't make there. that face. No, I wouldn't pet no. that past you for one second. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so yeah, it drifts, and, and once it hits the mouth of it, it's near impossible to see, because it's just black on black. Mm-hmm. Until you see its head turning, you can see the very faint light of its eyes. It sits there awaiting its next command. Yeah. Making you uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I'm pretty <laughs> uncomfortable about all of it. This is this, yeah. It's not a permanent thing. This is this is definitely getting very after school special for me. And the kid just just brought out the bag of weed in the after school special. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. Just give it a try. Oh, the, the police officer came to our to our school and talked about this. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's let's do this. Is there? There's no other like entrance on the tower. Just the one that we see. As far as you can tell, there is just the one entrance. Yeah, you can. Closer. If you want to try and swim no. on the edges of it, you no. can look for oh, other entrances. Hold on a minute. Go look around the tower. Perception check for Frumpkin, please. Yeah. <laughs> spiral <laughs> around. Look for any other ah. entrances. Oh, jeez! I jumped on the box, cocked. Yeah. Natural one. Oh. <laughs> okay, Frumpkin having a hard time seeing through the the clustered seaweed yeah. uh, around its base. Um, I mean. The, a natural one, yeah. You don't see anything. Thick, man. Frumpkin makes out no shapes or anything within that period. It's Frumpkin's not used to being an octopus. Okay. <laughs> it's what I've been saying all this time. <laughs> I'm a bit faster. Okay. I'll, I'll go. I summon my octopus back to my head. Okay. Hang back for a second, and I'll use 45 feet of my speed to move and forward. Go, and you're not in combat right system? now, so we can oh. just. I'm still fucking hasted. He's got a ghost. That's true. Uh, though you're getting really I mean, close to it. Yeah, it lasts so. for a minute. So oh, you're, we did some talking. So you're, you guys have been chatting back and forth and doing this, and especially with the frumpkin looking around like that. Is yeah, that haste is worn off. Um, and now I have one level of exhaustion, right? Well, that's, no, you no, just that's you just get stunned for a round of combat. But you're not in combat anymore. Sorry, you just went. Oh god, and then it's gone. Yeah, a little heart palpitation moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so as you begin to, are you going to do like a like a. A spiral around it? Or are you going to go down one side? What are you doing? Are, are you just we, stopping? Are we above it? You guys are, are above it. You're right yeah. at this point. You're about six, an, sixty or so feet above the top of this curved tower. And it's at an angle, right? 
It's at a slight angle, yeah. yes. How yeah. are you going to handle the shaft? Yeah, I would like to spiral <laughs> down, uh, just just slowly making my way around the, the top so I can okay. see. Uh, are you doing it stealthily, or are you trying to go for speed? Stealthily. All right, it'll take you a little bit, but go ahead and roll a stealth check. Start at the base. Oh, I get bless you. <laughs> I got my bed What is that? You get the advantage. I do get the advantage? Yeah, blessing the trickster. <laughs> That's good. Nine. Nine. Okay. All right, and then make a perception check for me, please, as you're keeping an eye out. I'm also keeping an eye out to see if I see anything come out of the front entrance. Mm. Okay, make a perception Six. check. 16. 16, all right. As you curl down, there are slits. There are narrow, kind of peering points at different areas. Uh, you do see like the occasional, what would be like a window or an opening where somebody could probably squeeze through. Um, and at the very base of it, there does appear to be what looks to be an open doorway. And the top of the tower is open and it continues Correct. through the middle. 17 perception. Okay, so you're keeping an eye out towards the top. So as you kind of head down, you, you, you see that, that entrance way, kind of look over, look around, see the other faint bits of, of windows, look back down at the door and you see something kind of standing in the, you see the very edge of something in the door. You see kind of a yellowish green shape, looks almost uh, best I can describe it at this distance is a hint of crustacean that then vanishes into the doorway. I'll like swim over to the edge of the tower to try and lean up against the side of it, make myself less obvious out in the open water. Okay, you wait for 30 seconds, minute, Doesn't reappear. nothing, but you get the sense that something noticed you. Cool. Well, don't want to go in that way. I'll wave everybody down. down. Okay, you all join forward. Mm -hmm. And I will uh, relay that there is a doorway down near the bottom, but uh, something kind of poked its pretty head out. What did it look like? Kind of greenish yellow. Couldn't quite see, but it kind of looked like a overgrown like shrimp crab type thing. Kind of crustacean-y. That's weird. Yeah. Might just be the local wildlife, right? <laughs> what are the chances? Um, we could just send our guest here down. See if it attacks it. Sure. Or we could go through the tunnel. Maybe we could send your friend the, the door at the bottom while we go in the top. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. I will uh, command the specter to move towards the doorway and engage anything it finds. Okay. The specter drifts down to the, the, the center of the doorway. And hangs there. Just at the doorway? What does that mean? What did that delayed reaction mean? I'll push him inside. Didn't see it. Okay, the specter vanishes inside. Motion. Make a perception check. Paul's uh, uh, <laughs> ass. Three. Three. Yeah, you don't hear anything. Caduceus, just instinctually, you hear what sounds like the thrashing of water 
the impact of scraping against stone, more thrashing than silence. I think that was the end of your ghost friend. I don't know, they're pretty resilient, well, maybe okay. He maybe he won. <laughs> no, that was, that was the end. Well, let's assume then, uh, shall we assume flanking positions? Are we going in the top tunnel or the bottom? You know, if it's crustacean-y and it's treating this tower as like a shell, maybe I don't want to fight it in there. What do you propose? I mean, it feels like this stuff is always at the bottom. Yeah. Or at the end. How about we drop to the floor about 60 feet from the doorway uh-huh. and send in a care package. Of just like attacks? Yeah, anything ranged. Okay. See if we get lucky. All right. Okay. I'll descend to the floor, keeping about 60 feet from the from the outside of the, the doorway. Okay. Follow behind him and land. Okay, God. you're both now resting. Can Listen I, um, because I've got shit when it comes to range, like kind of cheat the distance and see if I can like peek in from the top of the tower down? Make a perception check. Like while they do this? Sure. Okay, 18. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on. 18, with a lack of light, you have your goggles, which helps. You can barely make out shapes, and there's a few of them. It's like looking at, it's like looking into a boiling pot almost, where there's just like shapes shifting in different places, clustered. Yeah. What little bit you can see at your peripheral, it's almost like whatever, whatever texture the bottom of this temple has, the texture is moving. How many feet down is it? From the top. From the top, it's about sixty feet. Well, you guys think I kind of went and peeked through one of those windows and looked down. Can I try giving a look see too? Because I have dark vision. I sure. do. Oh, you sorry. Have it? But I mean, go ahead. You might roll higher than I did. Sixteen. So you make out the same thing. Um, I uh, poof a little globule of light in my hand and um, uh, motion to Beauregard from far away and go. I mean, they already know we're here. I look at Yasha. What do you think? Light or no? I make three more. They do know we're here. Okay. Why not? I'll go. Over to Caleb and Yasha and I look in as he sends them in. Do you send them in? I, I uh, how tall is the tower? Roughly? The tower's, it's about, about 60 or a little more than 60 feet tall to the peak. Okay, so I will stay uh, 50 or 60 feet away from the tower and I will send one in the top, one in the bottom, and two through windows. Okay, as you guys are paying attention and glance inside. You can see there are different shelves of broken floors that have either fallen through or stairs that have collapsed to where there's, there, you can see where at one point this temple may have been ascended by somebody. Um, but a hollow on the inside, towards the base of it, you can see 
three of these large creatures covered in uh, chitinous-like armor uh, with their, their lower half has four legs that are insect-like almost, uh, or, or say crab-like, if you will, uh, and the upper torso has two large pincers that are jagged on the inside. Their face, you don't see eyes, it's just like this smooth surface um, with a series of these kind of weird worm-like tentacles that emerge from underneath the mouth, they kind of curl. And as soon as the light hits, they all kind of uh, begin to look around towards it, just kind of glancing up, and they've all kind of backed into it. And you can see that shape you were seeing before was all three of them clustered together and just kind of rotating and moving in the space. But they're backing away from the light? Does it look like they're They're not backing away from it. They're just kind of, they're back to back, kind of looking and preparing for whatever is the source of this. You got a Fluffernutter ready to go? I do not. Well, I don't even know why but you're I down here. I can do some, like, I can, I can make them laugh. Are you, who's within range of, who's, who's within 30 feet? You are, you are not. If you've got stuff that we can send, we should all Yasha. send it at We're all far, we would have to send it. 30 feet of, from range. you or from the yeah, town? Yeah, who's I within 30 feet of me? Might be. You're uh, a ways back. You, I don't think you you're would benefit. On, you're from on the floor, right? Yeah. Yeah, you want it, heavy in combat, so you would want. Like, How far away are you? I have explosives. That would do, actually. But I don't think they'll work underwater. How mm-hmm. far up are Yasha and I from the floor? Uh, you're Yasha, about 50 or so. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to get closer? Like half it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll drop down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll drop down and join yeah. Jester yeah. and Co. Before we mount this attack, I'm going to swim up to Caleb and just say, I'm glad you forgot about us before. It means you're thinking about them, but I won't stop thinking about you, and I'll give him one of the healing potions. Let's take this. Okay. And if we're going to do this, are we about to do this? Like now? I'm going to bless. Taking a cue from mm, Caduceus, yeah. I'm gonna cast Bless on Yasha, Bo, and Ford. Hey, thanks, friend. What's that do again? That gives you a, a D4 oh. a, add to your attack rolls and saving throws. Got it. So mark down your Bless. As, as it be, uh, right as it begins. All right. Is, is everyone gathering in the floor? I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you've all. Yeah. Descended down to the floor of the ocean, about roughly 50, 60 feet from this open doorway that leads inside the temple. As you have your spells prepared, ready to delve inside, you take a breath of the deep ocean water in your lungs and exhale its thick, cold liquid and steal yourself for us to pick up in the new year. Oh, I knew it! I knew it! Fuck. Did that accursed specter do any damage? <laughs> oh no, it did, did some. Okay, 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 okay. Good job, Carl. Those big, uh, those big creatures that you are named in the dark him crystal. Carl? Yeah. We're gonna have a long you know talk about that's it. That's what it says. Oh fuck, that's right? way. Hey, scary. look at that. <laughs> Whoa, what is and that? That's what you'll get to see next week. Ah, what? Well, not next week. Not role, next week. Oh, or, no, sorry. Uh, next, next year. Next year. Next year. Seahorses instead. Wait, are we starting back up again? Yeah. What's next Thursday. The 10th, I think? The 10th. 
All right. I believe it's the 10th. Okay. Das 10. Oh, man. All righty, we'll pick up for that. Ah. Huh? Oh, shit, I'm excited. Bless. Oh, man. Oh, I love Bless. Oh my goodness! That was up. yeah. That's Bless cool. Bless and Bane, man. Bless and Bane, two underappreciated spells. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it's too much of that expression, Sam. Tonight, I it's just what? been glaring at me what? the entire yeah. time. Look at that tongue. Well, yeah, we we're gonna talk about the the, oh, the regal yeah. in the room. <laughs> It doesn't look like a forked no. tongue. What the fuck is oh going on? How do you have a dimple? You have like you like that's like like a movie star. It's a perfect chin butt dimple. Cheek it's, it's like right there. there. You got ass tongue. <laughs> <laughs> tongue is saving a woman tied to a railroad track. The baby's butt coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's a front bottom. Well, guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. Ashley, I missed having you here. Twenty eighteen, guys. Hey, what a great hey. Not a bad year. Oh, a stressful and crazy year, nice, but a very good year. Sleep for for yes, yeah, a hundred years. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Weeks. We'll weeks be back in sleep. a few weeks. I'd stay tuned for tomorrow night for the yeah, oh, yeah. one shot. For the madness. The madness. Oh my God. So Still littered with good. candy canes. I love you guys. Love you guys. We're here love together. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you guys. Uh, man, we're going to miss you, but we'll be back soon. Uh, we'll keep tabs. We'll see you on the internet. In the meantime, Merry uh, <laughs> Christmas. That's my wife, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my wife. Merry <laughs> I know. We'll see you guys we in the new year. The table um, enjoy. No, we love you very much. And is it <laughs> Thursday in three weeks yet? <laughs> Good night. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And this concludes the current chapter of Critical Role. Your essays on the history and impact of the various ages and epochs of Alexandria are eagerly anticipated. Just kidding. No homework for you, but if you are inspired to do some writing, please leave us a review. Your words can really help new folks find our show and encourage them to give it a try. Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure. Until next time. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats, like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.